everyone welcome to sneaky dragon my name is david dedrick and the floor recognizes mr dedrick go ahead thank you floor uh, how about the ceiling prepared... what does the ceiling have to say uh the ceiling says knock three times on me if you want me oh twice on the pipe if the answer is no i'm sorry ceiling i'm already taken oh very good then so twice apologize. on the pipe it is I, apologize. <laughs> I was just puffing on a pipe twice <laughs> nice I like hi it. it's uh ian boothy hey how are you i like that you did that because a very very long time ago i was talking to to my wife then my girlfriend on the phone. Wow, that is a long time ago. Yes, it is a long time ago. Okay. And I said to her, uh, I said, um, oh, what did I say? What's the common expression you say about a pipe? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's, That's what right. I said to her. I said, put that in your pipe and yeah, smoke it. Yeah, it's pipe down, honey. And I just... uh, 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 fellas talking. Is that what you said? <laughs> yes. Because I could see how she would just remain your girlfriend mm-hmm. and not your wife for a long period of time if you had that kind of attitude. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Um, no, I said, put that in your pipe and smoke it. And she went... So oh, I thought that was funny that you did the same nice. thing. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, back before Tinder, people had to knock three times on the ceiling if they uh, wanted a mm. uh, person. And then twice on the pipe, the answer was no. And how right? you would swipe right is move to the apartment directly to the right. <laughs> and hopefully someone sexier would be above you. It was a very complicated process. Very difficult. And, yep. a, and a lot of work. Oh, so much work. Having to move. Your friends. You have to get uh, all that a pizza thing from and your beer. landlord. Go and get a, a notice of recommendation from them to themselves. Very confusing. Yes. Sorry, I was drinking while you were talking. Oh, no, that's okay. And it's very different today because you're drinking out of a can, not a bottle. I'm drinking out of a can. See if you can just uh, see the subtle differences, folks, in the performance the performance In the today. performance today, yeah. what caused by the can. You know what? I like a can. I like like I like a can of Coke. Or I like a can. Like I'll, Sometimes uh, in the summer, I'll actually put water in a can. Oh, yeah. Just drink out of like a Coke can. But you know why? Because you're a trusting fellow. Why? Well, it's a much more trusting thing. Like, here's the thing. I've got a bottle of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. right? Now, if I want to drink from this bottle of Coca-Cola, now, it, I'll tell you, folks, it's uh, Coke Zero because I'm trying to cut back on the sugar. So uh, I, I open it, and it goes, Kukaraka. Why is that? It was sealed. Yeah. Why is it sealed? Oh, it's all sealed so you know it hasn't been opened, and mm. no one's touched it. No yeah. one's touched the top of this. So my mouth is touching something that's been sterilized. Well, mm. Johnny Suck-a-Can, uh, <laughs> he cracks it open, and this thing has been God knows where. Yeah. You know it's been in a truck. You know it's been in a warehouse. You know someone has grabbed it with their hands. It's been through a whole journey. You know flies have landed on it. Many things have happened. Mm. And you know what? Do you wipe it off before you put it in your mouth? No. No, sir. (laughs) Boom, right to the mush. I think that's better for us, to be honest with you. Sure. I think the, that's why you take a little poison I in the think, morning just yes, to build up a exactly little, uh, right. little tolerance. I, I have a little bit, uh, bit of arsenic in the morning because, yeah, I mean, if you live your life, you know, a, a scared, a scared. If you live your life scared of germs, right, you will become very ill from germs because you haven't exposed yourself to them. I don't know if this is actually true, but I'm going to say it as if it is true. Sure, sure, okay. Which this is, is a, a podcast, so you can make sure that's that. that's right. I remember hearing mm-hmm. in a TV show or in, a, or on, in something that polio, which was a pretty new thing when it happened, like it was kind of an unknown, unexpected thing when it happened in right. the 40s, was caused by exposure to sewage. And because we had lost, because we had developed sewage systems and, and such like, we had made ourselves vulnerable to diseases from sewage, whereas before, because there was so much exposure from people just... You know, it was in the streets, sewer systems weren't very good, so there's a lot of horse poo. And, you know, we just, our whole lives were basically manure. Right. And so when we slowly 
made our lives more and more free of sewage, where there was no more horses and right. no more people throwing buckets of filth into the road. Then when people were just exposed to it as part of life, that had this terrible effect. I don't know if that's true or not. Okay, well, let me... But ask, I'm going to pretend it's true. All right, well, let me ask this then. So, okay. Yes, ask me questions about this fact I stated as I'm not no, quite well, sure. No, you about... might know this other element. Okay. And, uh, let, let's take it as true. So, uh, in the in the days before uh, proper sewage, yes. was the life expectancy significantly less because people would get diseases from said sewage? And you does know, that balance out, or how does it, how does it work? Because, you know, the benefits... It's hard to say because, because of... The real the real reason that our our life expectancy is so high now is because the the median death uh like for infant mortality yeah. has gone way down and that was a huge element w- women dying in childbirth yeah. and children infants dying in childbirth or infants just dying early on was it was a very it was a oh, high percentage yeah, yeah. so as we've gotten that down as, be, as pregnancies become safer and and babies have been you know there's so much less that can yeah. harm them, obviously, still, but but way less, you know, just in the terms of just, you know, like the, uh, you know, the uh, element of like dropping children has gone way down. Yeah. You know, so that has raised our life expectancies. I don't think, we, we don't actually live longer than, like there are people in the past who lived to be 70 years old or more. It was just rare because there was, you know, so much more that could kill you. Was it also that there was uh, like... You know, uh, when we have older people now, they get taken care of. Whereas, did they have a way of taking oh, yeah, care of someone care. who was like seventy-five back sure, then? Sure, sure. Like, wasn't it just sit around we were... the house and like wait for grandpa to pass? Well, yeah, they were just a burden on everyone. Right, but you didn't have like say a nurse who would be like in the building as you would have at like a home now, who would be like, oh, well, then you clearly need this medicine, or you're dehydrated, or you need it. I know, mm. I know what's going on with an yeah. elderly person. Yeah, you know, oh, grandpa would just wander off. Into the sewer and fall in there, and then that would be the come out him. covered in filth. Yeah, uh, and then infect the children. Yeah, and and as he was dying, go at mm-hmm. least I never got polio, yeah. and he just like uh, drowned. Love that movie, Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> uh, I refuse to hear any endorsements of Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> well, I was thinking one of them covered in filth. Is that not the movie? Is that the I'm thinking of a different one? And you know what? Whenever whenever someone mentions the film Dirty Grandpa. Uh, yeah, I've got you the, spit. No, I've got the Mandela effect in that I remember something that isn't what it is. Free. There you go. Uh, it's like I know you're talking about like it, it's a, a Zach something and Robert De Niro. Is that a the Dirty Grandpa movie? Don't know. I never saw it. Okay, well, I think it is. Uh, but I'm thinking of the Johnny Knoxville uh, film where he was like an bad old... bad grandpa. What's that? Bad grandpa. Bad grandpa. Okay, so yeah, I confuse it with bad grandpa. I mm. think bad grandpa was called dirty grandpa, and he's off doing his dirty grandpa stuff and like you know being lecherous. Mm. But there you go. I haven't seen either of them. Okay, but you have heard about the Mandela effect. No. Okay, the Mandela effect is uh, named after Nelson Mandela. It is. Uh, it's it's how people, certain people, uh, believe deeply that uh, you know you know how man uh, you know uh, he got out of jail. And for free. He was free, Mandela, as per the song, because you got to listen to songs. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, later he on, he had the card. He died. But there's a certain amount of people who remember very, very clearly Nelson Mandela dying in prison. Very, very clearly. Really? To the point where they're like, no, what's going on? Interesting. And so the Mandela effect is uh, when you remember something that happened in the past so clearly, but it didn't. And, and, and it can extend to, you know, little things like uh, a Kit Kat bar. When you remember the Kit Kat bar. Dying in prison. Yeah, the Kit Kat bar died in prison. Uh, a broken bar. They just so, split them up. So sad. Split them up like yeah. it was nothing. Yeah. But people remember the, the the Kit Kat logo. And now does the Kit Kat logo have a hyphen or does it not have a hyphen? I'm going to say not. 
You're correct, but people remember clearly having a hyphen. Well, it's like the Berenstein Bears as well. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people who think that they don't remember how it was actually spelt, and when they see it, they're 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 like, weren't they Jewish? Like, kind of. And they're very and they're very simple things like spelling. Mm -hmm. But then there's other larger things that I can't recall. But if you look it up, the Mandela effect. Okay. Uh, there's people that believe that, and some people have extended that to going, oh, at some point. Uh, you shifted into a parallel dimension where these subtle differences show you sure. that you're actually not in your world. And that's why Donald Trump is uh, president, because <laughs> clearly that couldn't have happened and you're in some sort of weird Earth 2 situation. And that's the Mandela effect. Look it up. It's actually kind of a fun thing. And you'll uh, they'll give you some quizzes and you'll go, well, I'll answer that. And you'll go, oh, wait, that doesn't seem right. And then you'll get <laughs> creeped out if you do it very late at night. That's how uh, Philip K. Dick wrote a couple of his, his books was um, he walked into his bathroom and went to turn on the bathroom light, and the switch was, he went, reached to the wrong yeah. side of the bathroom. And then all of a sudden, Hitler's in and, ra and rather than saying, oh, I was a little tired and confused, he went, oh, someone has changed my entire layout of my house. So I am in some sort of uh, alternate dimension that's been, you know, created by people who have da 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 da. And if you're a and writer, a you can make it. money off that. And if you're not, life well, He was a science fiction writer in the 60s, so he made no money off that. Is that right? He made very little money. Okay. What was his first uh, adapted work? Like, what was the it's, first thing that got made to a television show or a movie? Oh, I would say Blade Runner. Uh, really? It was that far, Stream, like, far into the future? Like wow, okay. Yeah. I can't think of anything else that... Uh, yeah, I don't think anything else. No, uh, that's a shame. Sorry about that. I... He was not a popular writer uh, for a very long time. In fact, I remember working I remember working on a uh, program for uh, a local science fiction convention with a, with a friend. And there was an article in there telling saying, like, why Philip K. Dick was ba a bad writer. And part of it was that he dreamed of like not being a science fiction writer, that he wanted to write for, I don't know what they called normals or whatever they call people who don't read, don't read science fiction. But, uh, for I the normies. And I thought that was so weird, like, because for me, he was my entry into science fiction, because I was really had no interest in science fiction. And I'm not going to consider Star Wars science fiction, because it's obviously fantasy yeah. with, with, uh, it's wizards. Yeah, it's wizards and fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now he was my entry because it, to me, that was, mo that was more interesting than spaceships and, and things, and I tried to read science fiction as a teenager, but I could never find an entry that made made. Uh... I read too many of the little books of short stories, and you're going, okay, well, like it would start off with all the description stuff, and yeah. you know, here you are, and here's the world you set up, and oh, there's the two or three weird elements that make this different. Like, okay, and then you're going through it, and you're just like, get to the twist, get to the <laughs> twist, and then you know, then, I don't, I don't mind your, that. Then but... here's your sad ending. Yeah. You know, and the world's terrible because, you know, there it is. And it's like, okay, that's fine. And now there's ten more of these in this book. <sighs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. It's like it's like how we've described watching burlesque. You know, just like if, you, if you're seeing a burlesque show, the first person you see, it's like, well, that's lovely. Well, that's charming. Oh, that's great. Second one. Ah, it's kind of the same deal. Well, good for them, though. And then by the fifth, sweet Lord. Sweet Lord. I'm done. I, I don't care this for this like, at all. This is like your fifth donut in one yeah, sitting. I'm so done. Yeah, yeah that's right. Because, yeah. you know, a, a donut is great, but five donuts is terrible. That's just a fact. So, yeah. And I I think if you read, like, the actual anthologies that those stories would have been in, and I'm going to assume that those stories were written in the in the heyday of science fiction magazines, mm -hmm. And then there would have been, there, there was an editor and there would have been a balance of stories. So there would have been, you know, maybe a gloomy story right. and maybe some, something of a, sort of adventure story. Yeah. And there'd be something sort of adventurous or whatever. Or maybe they were all gloomy. I don't know. I don't, didn't really read them. It seems that's, that's the angle. It's like you got to end with it, uh, bleh. 
yeah, I don't mind. I don't. I, uh. Which, 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 you know, it's like yeah. a little bit of a bummer. But at least you kind of go, well, at least things aren't so bad now. At least those robots aren't <laughs> killing people <laughs> now. Killing it's not us so here. bad. It's all right. Could be worse. Mm-hmm. Could be on Mars. Could have those creatures chasing me. It's I don't. Okay. I don't mind if they're gloomy. I mean, I feel like the best sort of science fiction is written in is sort of a a portent or a a warning of sure. what what's to come, and to avoid that, you know. So you could, you know, like iRobot, you know, is, isn't like a happy book about how great it would be to have robots. It's a serious book about artificial intelligence and the dangers of, of that, you know, the, that Pandora's box. So I don't see, any, see anything wrong with a bit of gloom. And as a person who, who enjoys gloom, that I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. Well, so you enjoying the uh, autumn then? Oh, I love autumn. Love this is the my, rain. Love this the is my rain. favorite time of the year. I love the rain. I love the rain. How do you feel about the flooded sewers? How are those working out for you? Well... Yesterday you know, I was no one, uh, no, one, no one enjoys that. I was out and I was uh, I was uh, pitching a TV show is what I was, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but the place I had to pitch it was uh, was in this building that was surrounded by flooded sewers. <laughs> nice. So I had to walk through, and I was wearing sure. cloth shoes. Mm. So I'm so I'm doing my pitch, soaking wet feet. Couldn't have been better. <laughs> Great. Uh, and then later I come out and I, I there's a comic book store that's you know a, a ways away, and I I I, I walk to it. Squish, 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 squish. <laughs> And and by that point, the manholes are fountains. They're shooting water up. Oh, wow. Up. Yeah. It was amazing. Just like, there was oh, a lot of rain yesterday. Oh, my can, gosh. It was. Just, yeah. I was thinking of all the poor drowned its that are down there. Just these dead clowns floating yeah, so around terrible. in the sewer. What a tragedy. Oh, my gosh. The worst. <laughs> what a tragedy. All yeah. those poor poor spiders floating out to sea. Um, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, you know, we work undercover at work, so it's quite nice. So you just you look at the, the door and you go, Man, is it raining out? Yeah. Holy cow! So you didn't go out and play spike ball today? No, or you, no, there was no spike ball. Right now, there's been no spike ball for a while. One of one of our main spike ball guys has been off work for about three weeks, going on four weeks now. Okay. With a mysterious ailment that oh. no one knows what what's going on. He's just totally exhausted, muscle sore, mm-hmm. like has no energy. And this is a guy who you know is a super sporty, energetic yeah. guy. So it's very weird. So uh, yeah, I haven't. Need to get well, I wish I uh, hope uh, everything's working out. Yeah, well, I hope so. Too. I'm glad he's a bit of a sporty guy because it's the kind of thing you wouldn't notice if you were not a sporty guy. Maybe so. If you were just a regular slob, like <laughs> I don't know, someone like me, uh, you would not Ooh. notice. Like, hey, that feeling lazy and lethargic and mm. don't want to do spike ball. I would not <laughs> recognize that for years. <laughs> oh, spike ball's so much fun. No, I've heard I've heard nothing but good things. <laughs> I'm picturing at some point we're going to see a picture of you and your chickens playing spike ball in the backyard with mm, eggs. Yeah. <laughs> with eggs? Yep. Hmm, okay. Just ba-dang. Spikes. Hard well, because the chickens would go for the eggs. They would have to protect the eggs. So, you know, otherwise it's <laughs> tough motivation. Oh, off the, off the net. Yeah, I guess yeah. that. Okay. I was thought you just off the ground. I was like, what? No, that's not how you play spike no, no, ball. No, no, it's not. Are you familiar ball. with spike ball? I, I am familiar with spike ball. I'm not familiar with, with egg ball, though. So okay. That confused me. Threw right. me for a loop. Fair, fair, fair enough. Uh, while we're talking about that, let's get it. Let's get it done. Uh, okay. Chick talk. That's it. How are your chickens? By the way, uh, backstory. Previously on Chick Talk, uh, Dave has two chickens. One is named Queenie. Yep. One is named Noisy. Yep. Uh, Queenie has a problem with uh, their neck. Uh, Noisy is just a bit of a jerk. Uh, keeps to themselves. Uh, herself. Herself. Yeah. Okay. Very good. And uh, I've said chicken, so we know the sex of these. these <laughs> yes, you can, you yeah, can it's be. not a mystery. Yeah. All right, they're not they're not gender fluid chickens. <laughs> uh, so uh, what's going on with the chickens? How are your chickens doing? Well, some some steps forward. Um, we uh, Mary, my daughter Mary, and her friend put in a, in a in a heat lamp into the I don't know if a heat lamp. I guess a heat lamp. Sure. Like into the. Red lamp. 
Well, there goes the perfect show. We, we tried it, just didn't work out for us yeah. this week. Next time, next week, no, we'll, get we'll get it. <laughs> okay, so we give up. fuck it. Uh, we're talking about chickens before we ha- our power went out. Not in the uh, building, but we just our plug fell out <laughs> for the uh, for our recorder. So anyway, we're talking about chickens and uh, how important they are to each other. Oh, there's and, a lot of support, a lot and, of chicken support, uh, and uh, how much they like those heat lamps they have at places like KFC. <laughs> that's right. And so your uh, your right. daughter decided to uh, we decided to put a tanning bed into the uh, chicken oh, nice. coop. Okay, and, and, uh, and a little and luxury. How's that been going? It's well, what's ni- what I like about it is at night you can look outside and you can see this red glow coming out of the chicken coop, <laughs> and it red, looks really comforting. You got like a red light district going on of uh, chickens in the backyard. It just it makes me happy to think that the chickens in there, Noisy's in there, and she's nice and warm because of this heat lamp. And you're just singing, and Noisy, you don't have to put on the red light. <laughs> noisy. <laughs> um, and so... Try not to have that in your head, by the way, tonight when you're looking at mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Thanks a lot for ruining that little, because it's so nice. This is like in the darkness of, you know, in the, our backyard, there's no lights on, except for this little red glow from the chicken coop. Oh, that's and great. it looks so comforting. And I just feel like, oh, and now I'll look at it and I'll think, noisy, you don't have to put on the red light. Uh, but Put on the red light, <laughs> put on the red light. <laughs> 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 uh, but what's nice is that Queenie has been joining Noisy in the Chicken Coop at oh, night. Nice. So they they were actually like curled up together. Oh, cool! Sitting together, churn, churn warmth, and, and enjoying the, the the heating lamp in there. So that that's nice. Uh, yesterday, unfortunately, as you as you said, we had a rainy day. Mm-hmm. We had uh, I had a uh, I had a tarp disaster on, on my deck. The tarp just because the wind, I guess it split the tarp in half or. In, just down the middle, it just like oh, divided wow. completely. Oh, jeez, okay. And really uh, so yeah, a yeah. bunch of water went into the shop as oh. usual. This oh, is no. my usual my usual autumn activity. Uh, Anything get destroyed? Well, you know what got damaged was that book, that Preston Preston Blair book of animation, because I'd taken it out of where I normally keep it and put it down so I could take a picture of it. Sorry for laughing. And it's okay. Just for insurance purposes, this seems like a big scam. <laughs> I had taken it Take down. a picture of it the first yeah. week. Put it yeah. online. I love this book. My precious book. Can't beat my book. Oh, guys, listen. Uh, I got to get the insurance yeah. on this uh, book that yeah. just got there. My, this dollar <laughs> book I paid a dollar ninety nine for. Shush, they don't know. Oh, that's true. Um, so yeah, that that got a little wet. Um, but there's a little dampness of things. Uh, the floor is very wet. My mat that I have under my desk is completely <laughs> soaking. I don't know. I just don't want to look at how how much damage there is. It, it, it's not. It's it's bad. But anyway, so I last night. Speaking of speaking of wave pools, last night I were we anyway when I was coming home last night. Uh, that's a way. Wait, let's way, just finish. Uh, let's finish chicken I just, talk. I just want to say that's a good way of making another person feel like they might be getting dementia. Is like just going like, hey, speaking of chocolate, <laughs> we should and like, what were we? Were we speaking of chocolate? Then just bowl through and uh, let's wait, let's wait. let's do a little deck talk after. Well, let's do finish our chicken talk and then we can we can do a little bit of uh, deck talk. Um, so, no, so yeah, all so up together. Well, we had a lot of rain last yesterday, and for some reason, noisy. Well, not noisy. Queenie, who cannot. Like she just she cannot walk forwards because of her neck. She'll walk backwards because she'll her head will go down, mm-hmm. and then she'll kind of start like trying to get it up. But as she gets it up, mm. as she's trying to like raise her head, she's walking backwards. And I think she just walks out of the coop 
and then either she falls down out of the coop or she goes down the the little walk the little walk board the little walkway out and uh and then she then she stuck outside because she doesn't know how to get back into the coop oh, okay so then she was just absolutely like just soaking wet by the time uh so e found her soaking wet and put her into the coop and then lisa came home and she got out of the coop again and she was just standing out in the pouring rain and it was oh. all wet again so yeah you can't we couldn't win we couldn't win uh, but um, she she's fine. She's fine. She was in the house uh, last night, so I'm sure she'll be okay. Sounds like she's in like some film noir, just standing out there in the rain, <laughs> in the rain, just waiting. She's watching. Uh, she's watching Noisy. She's spying on her. See what her activity. What is Noisy up to? Thinking, who's this crazy chicken that walks forward? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with What's wrong with that? Has it, has uh, has Queenie? Did Queenie live with other chickens before this? Queenie did, but I have a feeling that those chickens were not fond of of her. Okay. And uh, I was kind of wondering, like, why Queenie is who she is. Like, why 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 would you go and buy a Polish chicken? Uh, but apparently, when they bought these chickens, they bought them with the intent of having like a variety of heritage breeds. Okay. So like like Polish chickens or other kinds of you know just sort of ones that are kind of like speckled ones and other kind of interesting chickens, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're at a camp. Where kids are no, and are, people like that, yeah. so you want to have like some, yeah, a little variety. Um, but whoever they got them from was a wasn't very either not a very good chicken person, chicken keeper, whatever the chicken shepherd, or uh, it was a dishonest person because because more than half of the chickens died, uh, the chicks died, and so you know you pay two hundred dollars for for twenty chickens or whatever, and then suddenly half of them die. Well, that's a big increase in the price you paid for the chickens because mm-hmm. you know you're just you're not. So um, yeah, that's but that's where noisy came from. So not only were they dying, but there was one with Ryneck, and uh, yeah. So I don't remember where I was going with that, but anyway, it doesn't matter. I was uh, going somewhere. You were, we were talking about uh, chocolate. The other <laughs> the wave pools. <laughs> uh, the other thing was okay. The other thing is I I wanted it for a while. I wanted the, and the kids finally on the weekend. Uh, Got it together, and they put put in posts. And oh, good. put up fencing. Yeah, but now I'm not happy. Oh, <laughs> because because I made the mistake. I mean, I would have been perfectly happy with it, except I, w- I kind of wanted a gate, and that that didn't happen. So you have to step over. Yeah, it's not perfect. And then and then I I went online and I was looking like what people do with for chickens. Like what do they do? And the coop is great. Like that's exactly what people do. Like they'll build a little coop for them. Right. But then what they do is they build these big wire enclosures, like a big wooden wire enclosure, uh, like so a big wooden framed box basically that's you know like person height. Oh, okay. And then is maybe you know eight feet long or whatever. Okay. And then the chickens can come out of their coop into that and hang around in there, and it's fully enclosed. Solid which, roof on it to. Uh, well, stop that's the, the rain thing or? exactly, and so we don't have that for the chickens, and so I would. I'm thinking what I'm going to do now is, even though the kids have gone to all this trouble of putting this thing in, is I'm probably going to take it out because I want to uh, eventually, because I want to build like a big, I want to build a box, but like one side higher than the other and just have like a, a lean, sort of a lean-to roof on it. Right. The pours and the then, water right into your uh, office. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just cut, let's just cut out of the middle, man. Let's go straight, straight into the office. Yeah, that's a good idea. You know what I could have in there, though, is a drinking fountain from water that's come off the chicken coop. Mm, delicious roof chicken water. <laughs> so good. Now, to be fair, the chickens are not going to make it Listen, up Listen, they're not, they're, they're not no, happy. No, that's just going to be other birds. nothing to do with the water. Yeah, that's it's right. fine. It's fine. So I'll just maybe put some tar paper on it and then eventually put up, put some sort of plastic uh, roofing 
thing. Do you have a rain it. barrel though? If it's pouring down, you know, get yourself some rainwater. Uh-huh. Do your rainwater things. Yeah. What do you do with rainwater? You can use it for what bathing. Yeah, bathing. Okay. That's right. Good idea. Water balloons. Water balloons. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> um, you yeah. could have like a keg kind of style thing with like a pump on it. Yeah. And fill water balloons from it. Oh, I like that idea. Hmm. I got me thinking now. Um, yeah, so I'd like to do that. That's sort of more what I'd like there. It doesn't mean that's, and then it would have a door on it so that we could go in and out and, and, and do things. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. You know, if you didn't have a door on it, they would die because you would not be able to go inside. Right? <laughs> well, there's other, there's other access day. to it, but yes, there would be a door. I just, I just, I think that would be a little better. I just, just be, I want them to have cover yeah. and I want to be able to like suspend their feeders. Uh, you know, so they can access access them, but they're also not getting like sodden from the rain and everything. Because you know, we live in a rainy place, and what I'm hearing uh, you say is chickens are a lot of work. Chicken, <laughs> you know, you know what? It's something you can go to the supermarket and buy two of them for, for me, like twenty bucks. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you right now, any animal is a lot of work. Yeah, any animal. Oh, everyone, do you hear that sound? What do you think it was? Uh, that was the dog catcher. That was the dog catcher. Yes, he's an emer- he's an emergency call. That was a that was an ambulance. Take a drink if you guessed ambulance. Sorry, it's always ambulance. So if you are drinking, we are a good show for people who are uh, wanting to drink a lot. I had a drink. Very good. Uh, from his dirty can. <laughs> My dirty can. Dirty old filled, can. Filled with chicken water. Can. Mm. So now yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I'm thinking now so i'm kind of planning in my mind what i'm gonna do i have some wood sitting around in the backyard so uh undercover but i'm gonna Sounds i'll like take the it out are... i'm gonna raise the raise the coop yeah. off the ground a bit more maybe three feet sure. off the ground and then i'm gonna build this enclosure with a slanted roof sounds like this has like uh, now branched off into an uh, interesting hobby well it's not and the kind of thing where like now you're like well what else can, what else do chickens need <laughs> and now i'm on the chicken sites and now i'm talking uh, doing chicken chat with people on here and it's like this is what they do, and then you build a thing, which is fine. That's not a bad thing, but it sounds like you know it's a, it's an interesting uh, hobby you've now got. You're a chickenier. <laughs> well, it's not that I care about the chicken. I mean, I do care about the chickens. You clearly do. And it's not that a picture of Dave feeding them by hand, <laughs> but or it's... a video. Sorry. And it's not that I want the chickens because no, I really you don't. I don't want the chickens. But it's now that we have the responsibility sure. for them. I just want them to have like a good life. So I want them to have like a nice place that they can walk around in and not get wet and have their food available yeah. for them and then also not have animals come in and scare them and can or, kill them or kill them yeah i mean we put them they go in their coop at night uh noisy just goes in on her own she just goes yeah. in at nighttime and so we just close we have a little it closes up so there's nothing to get inside yeah so that's that's fine in that way but i would ra- i would rather yeah i just want them to have an, their own place and, and i you know i still want them to go into the onto our lawn during the day, I like open the gate and let them out of it, and, and they can wander around when we're home. But I just want them to have like a place where they're safe and, and yeah. And you gotta watch out for foxes, you know. I always picture like a fox having a bow tie. I don't know why. Maybe I've watched too many cartoons. Whenever I see a fox, I look really quick and see if it's got a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, it's like nope. Yep. Because that's how you know it's a really smart fox. Well, if they have a no, if it has a bow tie, you know it's a conservative fox. <laughs> yes, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um. So let's just let's go into let's go from that to deck talk. Okay. So as I said yesterday, I had a bit of a tarp disaster, and I wasn't home uh, last yesterday for uh, till quite late because. Well, you know what they say, tarpe diem. Seize That's the, true. Seize the tarp. Seize the tarp. Or there'll be uh, some problems. Isn't carpe the uh, seize part of it, and diem is the day? Hmm. So you, what you meant it was tarp day. Seize tarp the day. Sure. Explain it. Explain it away. <laughs> explain it till it's funny. 
Oh, I'll make it funny. It wasn't when I when you started it. I'll make it funnier. Yeah, uh, Dave's got a, a comedy club called You Know Technicallys, and uh, just sits on stage with the uh, with the comedian. Just... <laughs> Explain things. That's right. Instead of a heckler, I'm a techler. Yep. Uh, so Eve bought a car yesterday. That's big news, right? Cool. So she's been saving up all all year. So she started uh, working in February of this year. And she saved up. She was saving up for a car until yesterday, and then it stopped. Um, so we found a nice uh, haunt. She wanted she wanted a four door sedan or a hatchback, okay, but more of a sedan. But it had to be four doors because so friends can get in the car easily. Yeah, you don't need that nonsense. No, I mean because you know what? At some point, you're going to go out for some fast food. Yeah, and someone's going to have a bunch of drinks, and they're going to be trying to get in that back seat. <laughs> well, and push, hopefully, push, hopefully, you'll help them, and, and then, then the hand smell them the drinks. Will never get out. No, that's true. But yeah, so. So we found a, a 2007 Honda Civic Hybrid okay. for sale, and we went and looked at it on Sunday, and the people were very nice. We took it for a test drive. Both Eve and I were very very happy with it, and we took it back, and then um, there was two guys, and they were very nice people. And uh, the guy was telling us, well, for, first thing, we walk up, you know, and we're like, oh, it was really good. really enjoyed it, and then sort of awkwardly stood there, all, of, all four of us, because strangely, there was two... It was one guy's car, and then the other guy was sort of doing. I don't know if that this person was a little awkward, a little shy, because his friend was doing the the legwork. Like he was the one that was listing it and, and selling it and doing all that stuff. So, but there was four of us standing there, even I and these two. And then I, I said, well, well, now it's the awkward part, because now we're supposed to negotiate. And he goes, yeah, yeah, because I, I know I'm not, I'm no good at negotiating either. I went out. Oh. I said, so you well, took off your shirt and went, let's wrestle. Let's and then, wrestle then you just for, went it. for it. Yeah, I just do that anyway. Oil, I don't care. oil up. I don't care Slap if there's, it on. there's no. All right, we're gonna get, we're gonna buy a car or not? Let's yeah. do it. And you know me well enough to know I don't need an excuse to wrestle. <laughs> but uh, I won't. So I off, I offered. I made a lower offer than they were asking, which right. is technically what what I always assume. Yeah, that's supposed how to, to haggle. Do. You don't haggle. Yeah, you up. don't haggle up. <laughs> I'll give you more than you want. Right, but then you but and, then you turn to her and go, "But honey, your college." Yeah. And then they feel ashamed and they lower it, and that's how you do it. <laughs> that's how you. That's right. That's how you negotiate. Uh, and so I, and then they kind of looked at each other, and they, the one guy said to the other, "He goes, well, that sound good?'" And the other guy went, oh, "I guess so." And that was it. That was our negotiations. Okay. So they just took our offer. Right. And when you handed it to the money to 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 them, did you go sucker? <laughs> no. Did you? But he's, right. he's, I'm glad I offered what, what I did, though, because he said someone had made an a offer that was $300 less than ours, and they had refused it. Oh. So, and I think that was like a firm offer. Obviously, the person was not going to come up for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so I was, I was happy with it. And thank them for – you should be thankful to that other person because they made you look good, too. There you go. Didn't look like a You know, because, yeah, you look yeah. like a little higher. It's like, and now they're thinking, you know what? This isn't the ballpark that we're yeah. being offered regularly. But it's still higher than that. This is probably worthwhile. Also, I don't want to wrestle this guy. I don't. And he's he's already got his shirt off. He's oiling himself up. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> but once again, no excuse needed for me to wrestle. So we really liked it, and we did not bring money with us. So we went last night. Uh, you know, brought a check, brought a certified, yeah. certified check, and bought a, and you got all our insurance stuff together. We went, and uh, it was really nice. They uh, one guy, the guy selling the car, drove us over to the insurance place, and we he canceled his insurance, and Eve got a new her insurance, and and uh, which by the way. So expensive for young kids to get insurance. Mm-hmm. My God, crazy. And then, uh, and then, um, I drove it for a bit because she did, she was sort of 
frightened of the car a little. Yeah. And we went down, we went to a little uh, Thai restaurant in North Vancouver, because that's where we were. That's where we bought it. And we'd seen it the other, we had come over last week looking at a car at a dealership. And uh, they, they were really inflexible in terms of like, like negotiating the price. And particularly, they would not like budge off of this $500, I'm going to make air quotes, administration fee. You know, like, what? How much does it cost to fill up some papers? I'm like, nothing. Administration fee. Garbage. Yeah. So that was, that you fell mean, through. You mean doing your job? Yeah, doing your job. So we, uh, we didn't, we didn't buy that car. But when we were, and we went over to this burrito place and got burritos. And then we saw this Thai place. So we thought, well, we'll go to the Thai place next time. So we went there last <laughs> night. So we were eating. If you had to go one more trip, what, what ethnic food would it be that next time? Chinese? What are you doing? Well, Chinese is so common. Oh, you know what? Thai there's, is so exotic. There's a lot of, uh, <laughs> but I just mean it's a little more. Like, okay, what would you gone through third time? Third times. You the... know what? Look for a Persian restaurant over there because ah, there's a lot of right. Persian people sure, live yeah, in yeah, North Van, okay. right? Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a good Persian bakery over there. I used to go to when I went. My psychologist was over in North Van. I used to always go to this Persian bakery near his office and get cookies there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so we were sitting in the restaurant eating our food, and uh, I look at Eve, and she's got this kind of like thousand yard stare. Just kind of looking, looking a little dazed. Someone who has spent more money than she's ever spent in her That's life. That's exactly right. That that, that look. Yeah. yeah I, that I, cold inside. That cold. Yeah, let's go check our bank account. And let's look at it. Okay. Seal, seal that nothing there. Exactly. I mean, chili. She doesn't have a lot left after she saved yeah, up so like much. Floating There's in, floating in deep space. She still has a comfortable. She has a, cu- a cushion in there still, but yeah, it's, but it's, it's not, the not what it was. was. Not the, what it was. And uh, so I I I, uh, I said, are you feeling a little? He's feeling a little bit of buyer's remorse, feeling a little sad about spending all that money. She went, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't feel so good right now. I said, it's okay, you'll get over it. It's a common ex- yeah. common experience. And so uh, we got it, left the restaurant. She drove. She drove us back to the car we'd come in right. to pick up, and I got into that car. And so she drove home, and, and I started going home. But I needed to get a tarp because I'd heard about the tarp disaster from Lisa at this point. So I stopped at uh, Princess Auto, which is like a big giant, kind of like a big giant... I don't know what to call it. It's sort of a kind of, they sell tools, they sell automotive parts, sure. they sell... Higgly piggly. Yeah, everything. Like they have a lot of surplus stuff sure. there. They sell like HDMI cables for cheap and speaker cable. This is kind of this weird, weird mix yeah. of stuff. Like if you want to, if you're like, oh, we need to get new lenses on the lights on the horse trailer. We're going to get those. Oh, Prince Auto. And that's where they have them all. But anyway, so I went there to get a tarp. And uh, so I drive into this place. And I was luckily I was driving the Durango and not the Volvo because the water in their driveway was like a halfway up the wheels. Yeah. It was crazy. Like I was yeah. driving, I was like, "Oh man!" Like I'm surprised that, and there's no way a car could get in here. I I thought, and there was a these people in the in the. And then they're also selling these wheels that float. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, if only we got some oh, wheels. We should known. get. If only I had known. But there was this uh, couple in in line in front of me when I was buying my tarp. Okay, I just got to say this is kind of weird. The guy. Who I took to be sort of an unattractive woman when I was walking through the place. He was wearing mascara. Okay. Which I thought was weird, but he's like in his 60s, 65 years old. Oh, okay. This so he's in a band? Sort of weird. Yeah, so maybe he's so. clearly in a band. But had a gig that night. Maybe so. Yeah. But they were complaining. From it. They were complaining because they'd had to park their car out, out before the water and then walk through the water. So you're a similar story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Only for them, the water was up like to their knees. Sure. And they was both he wearing boots from his gig. No, he had his pants rolled up and he was wearing very wet shoes. So they asked for bags. Yeah. 
And they took bags and then they used the elastic bands yeah. to hold the bags up and they went, they walked back. I saw them walking and I was going to offer them a ride to their car, but they'd already cleared the, the water. today just because I didn't know what the situation mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm. And uh, coming coming down here, yeah, there's a little ponds around. Thought, there's no way around it. I thought you just showing off to me like, hey, I work in a warehouse too, Dave. Well, I'm just worried that you're going to you know start wrestling me and I got to get my <laughs> kicks in. <laughs> no excuses needed. Nope. Uh, yeah, and they had a really nice car parked uh, before this. So I thought, well, this is strange. What an interesting couple buying those uh, wheelbarrow wheels. He's either an artist back to the car. who was coming from some gallery That's thing, what I thought. And or mm-hmm. band. It could be. I don't know. Right. He reminded me a long time ago. I, I used to Just watch. Say, say, you should say to him this. I really like your early work. Mm. And then, you know, whether he's an artist or a musician, yeah, yeah. he'll uh, get, uh, he'll he'll be complimented for half a second and then get pissed off at you. <laughs> hey, thank you. Hey. And then you're like, ha ha. It's a long cigar. Dedrick out. <laughs> he he reminded me of That's right. I, I used to watch a show called Monster Garage. Did, did you ever watch that show? Yeah, with Jesse Is that James. The one with the guy with the big mustache. Like, no, no, that's Orange County. What's it? Orange County with, Choppers. With the guys that, oh, okay, sorry. Monster Garage is okay. That was Jesse James. Oh yeah, and he yeah, was another. Right. He was yeah, a, another motorcycle about. builder. But in this show, there were like a group of. He cheated on a nice lady. That's all I remember. Sandra Bullock. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, you're gonna do better than Sandra Bullock, you idiot. Okay, go ahead. Anyway, well, he, I guess he left his wife for Sandra Bullock, and then because there was okay, double idiot. There was two two different shows. There was Monster Garage, and then there was like one about him, mm-hmm. and he kind of got his, like his life is turmoil and all this stuff like that. <laughs> but anyway, I like to watch those shows at the time because I like to watch people make things. Sure, sure. And like he was not as much the life he is was, turmoil. He was one. quite. I don't really enjoy life is life in turmoil. I'd rather he had a nice unless life. it's a sci-fi story, in which case yeah, now, a, now yeah, if, if he was repairing cars. In yeah. space, mm. and then he was having a bummer time and cheated on his robot yeah. wife. You'd be all over that story. That he, would be a hundred, hundred percent. He uh, made Dave motorcycles. He made motorcycles. That's how he started. Like he made custom motorcycles. Right. He made a custom motorcycle for Shaq, the basketball player. Oh, here's because he needed a giant motorcycle. Here's the Philip K. Dick twist on the end. Okay, find out he was really a motorcycle the whole time. Who evolved and fixed other mo- <laughs> Is motorcycles? Is that a Philip K. Dick twist? Yep, that's the Philip K. Dick twist. <laughs> all right, that's um, a Dick twist. Oh. <laughs> Sounds nice. Uh, so, Which is a um, wrestling move you're not oh, allowed to do. The no. Twist. No, you're not. Or a, or a football. Or in uh, rugby. Anyway, so on this show, Monster Garage, so there's a group of guys right. and gals. Doing the mesh. Who work together as a team. They're given like a project. Like they have to turn, uh, see, they have to turn a car into a Zamboni. <laughs> okay. So they're given this challenge sure. and they have to figure out how do you make a car? Uh-huh. Like how does the Zamboni work? And how do you, you know, make a car? Like, how do you figure out how to put all the parts in sure. to make a car into a Zamboni? I'm serious. This is the stuff they would do. No, I, I, it's I, kind of fun to I watch. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And so, but on one of these shows, they had this this uh, person, and so he was. Uh, I guess he would. This is before, like, before trans and stuff like that. So I wasn't like going, oh, this person's in transition or this person, but he was a guy who was an artist, and he had been he had done like he would do kind of like almost like no- novelty art. It's hard to describe. Like he would do these sort of like science, like fifty science fiction style inventions and stuff like that, and they'd be featured in like National Lampoon or and places like that. Like there's kind of, but anyway. So then he decided it was weird. It was like he was his own art project to make himself into a woman. And I don't know if it's once again, it's, this is not a true fact. This is a Dave remembering something fact. But he had amputated his leg at the knee so he could have a wooden leg that he could. Use as a decorative thing. Wait, okay. I know, isn't that no, weird? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, wait, hold, yeah. Hold, hold. 
Was there anything wrong with his leg prior? I have no idea. It had to be. I don't know. No, it's not. I don't, no, they didn't go into it very no, much. No, so. no, no, it had to be. Yeah, it was very there strange. had to have been something wrong because there isn't a doctor yeah. who, will, who will remove a healthy limb for aesthetic purposes. That mm. will not, that maybe will that's not occur. True. Maybe that's no, true. No, you can't, you can't get that done. So she just decided to, to do it aesthetically after some sort of, so. some sort of accident or like, like that. Yeah, I you don't know, know. Something was wrong with the foot. Well, she probably worked in like pretty dangerous situations because she did like sure. mechanical art and stuff like that. But anyway, so, it, and she was really great at like at molding fiberglass and stuff. And so on. I can't remember what they were doing. I think it was going to do the boat. And to be honest with you, they did not succeed right. in their task. But it was, in, it was, she was an interesting character nonetheless, just because this person who is sort of reinventing themselves into this different right. person. And it was just, it was, it was interesting. And the people that she worked with, there was sort of a little bit of friction at the beginning. And then they were just realized, Oh, this person really knows what they're doing. So yeah. I'm okay with this, whatever, whatever. Like, you yeah, know, probably at first you're like, who they are, I don't want this are. weirdo doing stuff. They don't know anything. Weirdos don't know how to do stuff. Oh, this weirdo knows how to do things. <laughs> oh, okay. That's all right. It's cool. So yeah, I was, uh, I always enjoyed that show. But once again, I enjoy watching, for some reason, there was some sort of weird uptick in shows about people building motorcycles mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. I don't know why. Orange County Chopper is probably the reason for that, that show. It was America's love affair with J.E.L. Leno. Who? J.E.L. Leno, did you say? J. Leno. Oh, and why? Is he a motorcycle they, enthusiast? Yeah, he is a motorcycle oh, okay. enthusiast. Yes. Huh. No, that's not what it oh, was. Okay. It wasn't that at all. No. I just thought it was the popularity of those, that, those father and son yelling at each other and throwing boots across a room. And then people went, you know what people like? It's watching people build motorcycles. Here's what it is. Uh, as someone who, I mentioned earlier that I pitched a show yesterday. I, and I pitched a show to people who do reality shows yesterday. Mm, mm. And so here's, here's like the way the pitch works without saying what my pitch is. Uh, okay, here's the thing yeah. that you can do every week yeah. with subtle twists. Okay. Uh, with that's what you need. You need subtle twists. Okay. It has to be basically the same show every week. Okay. But with enough that you know that it's something because you don't want anything radically different every okay. week. Because if you like it, you like it. Yeah. Uh, you got to have faux Jeopardy, which isn't real Jeopardy. Okay. So there's always going to be something like, uh, so the Zamboni requires this this thing in the front. Okay, great. You, go get it, my son. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm off to go get it. Yeah. What do you mean you don't have it? I got to call dad. Dad, they don't have it. Who was your one job? <laughs> Dad's real disappointed in me, but I think I got an idea. There's a place next door that has a which I could maybe make into a. Let's see. Uh, that boy really disappoints me. You're too hard on him. Uh, maybe I am. Okay, back to and then it works out fine. Faux oh. Jeopardy, da da. And also, then the other thing is, how expensive is this going to be? Well, these yeah. are two at this point nobodies, so that's great. You know, generally it's nobodies, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, so it won't cost a lot of money to do it. We're going to do it in one area, and always have like one thing where we go out briefly yeah. to the one place that fucks sure. you over every time. Yeah, come back. You forgot that the Zamboni has to be decorated to honor the veterans. Oh yeah, you put that. And it's some related. So at the end, you show it to somebody who cries. Yeah, (laughs) you got to show it to somebody who. What'd you do? Well, we put a toilet on to the seat uh, as commemorate your dead grandpa, and then it's like then you spend a lot of time in the the toilet, and and they don't go to the family. The family has to come to the thing, Mm -hmm. and then they all cry like Mm -hmm. grandpa loved taking a shit on the toilet. (laughs) Uh, It's like okay, boo. So yeah, you got to give it like uh, you got to make it like. 
subtly different, mm-hmm. yet the same every week. You yeah. got to be able to full Jeopardy and inexpensive with very little locations, and then you got yourself a reality show. Knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah. We could do this. Here, here. Let's do this. Uh, so deck talk. So it's deck talk, right? Okay. Okay. Or and and, and you, the it's a great uh, season finale to say that your daughter dropped off a chicken. Now you got a chicken near the deck. <laughs> That's fantastic. But we save that for okay sweeps. Don't oh, for okay. now. Yeah. So, okay. So here's here's our show. It's it's us two. We're two buddies from like yeah. high school. Okay, yeah. buddy, high school buddies, sure. and we established that. And then so there's always these shots of us in high school, and there's that shot of you upside down uh, doing sketch comedy, okay. and there's shots <laughs> of us in like weird. We look two eighties, and it's just like goofy <laughs> and like ah that. Sure. Okay, so it's like you know, hey Dave, what you doing? Oh, I'm a deck. Uh, it got torn. But the 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 thing up there, the tarp, so, tarp got torn. Oh no. But what about your treasured collection of books? Yes. Oh my God, I didn't even think of that. Let's go look. Let's go in. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, Dave. Well, we got to fix this deck, and I know nothing about decks. I know, Ian. You go to the deck supply store and yes. go get me a three a by five deck. wood deck <laughs> set of buck up. Okay, Dave. And then you'll go in wow. and you'll be like, Oh no, it wrecked my copy of da da da. Oh no. Oh, that really bothers me. Anyway, a lot of technical info about fixing deck. Fix, fix, fix. Yeah, yeah. I go, and as always, I go to the thing. Ah, they don't make that no more. Reckon they don't, says the guy at the deck thing. Sure. But Dave needs it. Let me call him. Boop, 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 boop. (laughs) Dave. And then you give me a good yelling out. Yeah. What? What do you mean they don't have it? They say they don't have Why, it. Why? I can't believe. I don't know. What kind of a place are they running there? Oh, Dave, I've known you for how long? You chose now? the tour in the wrong years? place. I've known you for thirty years. Okay, <laughs> hang up. And, oh, oh, don't they cut to me I'm like? Worried. Yeah. Don't they cut to me like at a post-interview kind of thing? And I'm like, to be honest, I was really upset when Ian <laughs> called me and told me that he didn't. They didn't have the bubba bubba ba. Yeah, and then I'm in, I'm in an alley going. I'm worried this is really going to affect our thirty-year friendship. <laughs> and then while I'm in the alley, I look in the dumpster. Oh. And there's something there, and I go, wait a minute, and I take it out of the dumpster, <laughs> oh. and then I bring that back to you, sure. and that works, and so Thank we goodness. work and we, we, yeah. we do that, and it all it's all great, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then what happens is somehow something happens with that book where you find it. Hey Dave, I just found this, something about that book that you like. It turns out I looked it up. It was written by a pedophile. You would have had to throw it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this all works out great. And so you put you put up, and then the next week something else fucks up. <laughs> There's a fire. And the next <laughs> no, week, please lightning don't say strikes. That. Please don't say yeah. that. <laughs> oh no. Well, no, it's because that's uh, cooked that's chickens, right. and we call it decking around. Yeah, like it. I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, there is a definite. Uh, I like the false. Uh, what's the best reality show to you? Like, what's your favorite reality show that oh, you've nice. ever seen, and all the reality shows that they've ever had? I gotta think of what a reality show is now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Well, there's your survivor types. Okay. There's your. That's reality show. I mean, are you counting something like a MythBusters? Is that reality, or do you need the, or do you need the faux? Uh, no, I don't think I wouldn't count MythBusters as a, because there's no there's no drama. There's no continuing drama in that show. If you know what I mean. Okay, I really liked because they don't really have like they don't have like an artificial time limit to their tasks they do. Do okay. they? Okay, I, for, I forget what this show was called. 
but it was it was a show where a whole bunch of nerds lived in, uh, uh, and it was to find the ultimate nerd. Mm. And uh, and they had to live in a house. Okay. And they go through different challenges, and then nerd related challenges. But they were science based. Yeah. And uh, and so it was interesting because you could try and figure out, oh, what would you do? And there was some creativity, and there was some actual science behind them. And then they'd have a contest at the end uh, between the two nerds that actually seemed fair. Mm-hmm. That actually seemed like a fair, interesting contest that yeah. both had a chance of winning. Yeah. And that, but at the end, they made a terrible mistake, Uh-oh. which fucked it all up completely. And that was, they had the people who uh, were voted off, they were the ones who voted who was the ultimate nerd. Yeah. And it wasn't it wasn't a contest then of skill or whatever. It was just like, were they popular or not? And it's like, well, that's the opposite of what being a nerd is. You've just made it into a popularity contest, mm. which is not what this is at all. Sure. And so they picked a person who was a shitty person, and the person who was great and had just kicked ass through the whole thing didn't win. And it was like... Fuck you! You don't understand. <laughs> oh, you fucked up the whole premise of everything. So that's your favorite one. It was my favorite one because every week I would be like, I understand all of the contests. I yeah. get where they're going. Mm. It was interesting people in it. Yeah, I could sort of relate to them. And 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 there went. What was your favorite reality show? Well, I think my favorite and that's season just off the top of my head. Yeah, my favorite season of of any reality show is the the first season of America's Next Top Model. Okay. For I've some never, reason, yeah, that's fine. It. The personalities and the whole story really. It has worked. And I think that the first season of any reality show is the best season. Mm-hmm. Because you have like people who aren't prepared for They have no idea what they're in for. And even the people doing it have no idea what they're in for. Like, there's the unexpected things happen. And that was, I like that one because it just, they really had drama and they were able to pick it, pick it out and, and make it seem, you know, it was probably bigger than it actually was for everyone. But right. I really enjoyed that. My favorite, I guess my favorite reality show though is, uh, Canada's Worst Driver. It's not bad. Yeah, I love that I'll show. Watch that show yeah. I'll watch that show. I mean, obviously, the best best one every season is the water driving with the water on top yep, of the car is tank. the best one. You know what I liked about that guy, the host, is he first started working uh, here in CBC doing little segments on the news. Okay, because he's got kind of a Rick Mercer type thing. Sure, he's very okay. much a Eastern Canada. Guy. Yeah, yeah. And here's how he, he he got it. He went into the CBC and went, "I want to talk to the head of the news." And I was like, "What? I want to talk to the head of the news." Uh, all right, let's just give him a call. And so the head of the news department is like, there's a fellow here who wants to talk to you. About what? Uh, just tell him. I've got a great idea for a show, and uh, he'll uh, love it. Well, okay. <laughs> send, him, send him up. He doesn't look armed. Go ahead. I'm like, you got to have me do segments. I'm great. You'll love me. I'm like, okay. What's your idea? Uh, and he just made up something. And they went, all right. And they put him on the news like the next day. And oh. he became very popular. And it was just he went and just went, give me a job. Give me a job. I'll just talk about stuff. And yeah, he became very popular. And then yeah, now he hosts that. Wow. He just did a very Rick Mercery talking to the camera about the city yeah. from the perspective of someone from back east. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. And what's also good about that show is that he does the tasks himself. Like he doesn't just, you know, so he's not making, he's not criticizing other people from some high place. He actually, he drives the water tank car. He gets water spilled on him. Yeah. He goes through all the And I like that the they things. cut the person, or the, you lose... By being the best. Yeah. So you don't need this anymore. Yeah. So it's actually, it takes the negative out of, you know, mm-hmm. you're losing because you, you fucked up. No, yeah. you're losing because you're good. Yeah. So you got to go now. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, bye. And so you don't feel bad. <laughs> and then everyone who stays feels yeah. a little bit bad. And it's like, yeah. that's, that's, that's a great angle. But the best part is when people kind of realize, oh, I am a bad driver. Mm-hmm. I do need to be here. Like, I should be... You know, and it's a good lesson that they teach, which is don't have a friend next to you who's yapping and giving you advice, because <laughs> that's always the case. Is that's the got worst. A yeah, the yappy bad friend mm-hmm. who's really distracting you. Or the husband, yeah, the husband who uh, 
you know, gets on the wife's case and makes her more nervous than she, she already And is. I know they goose it up so that the guy's even more of a jerk. But of course they do. Oh, here was a show I did like. First season. Too late. Second season didn't, didn't quite work. It was a show called Joe Schmo. Did you ever see that show? Nope. And here was the premise behind it. I think it was on Spike TV, so it should not have been good. And it was one of these shows where it should not have been good. Okay. And then it was good. All right. And, and it was a complete accident that it was good. Uh, which was the premise was, it's a reality show, takes place in a house, winner gets a million bucks or some shit, something like that, it wasn't a million bucks, but it was some amount. But everyone's fake except for this one guy. He doesn't know that all of these people are just like, just goosed up stereotypes and they're all fucking, up. right. So it's all things that are designed to basically piss him off, right? Okay. And so he's going to get mad and we're going to have a good time. Problem was, he was the nicest guy in the world. He was the nicest guy in the world. And any opportunity he had to fuck anyone over, he'd be like, no, they're having problems. We've got to help them out. And so the person was like, oh, I guess we do have to help them out. So the show became how nice this guy was. And well, everyone fell in love with this guy. Uh, and he came across amazingly well. Yes. You that, know? that show can never work again because you have to be in a circumstance where no one knows what's happening. So the second season. Yeah. Yeah. The second season starts. And it's a guy, and they, and it's all the stereotypical characters. One of them was Jonathan Torrance, okay. which you think like, oh, he had a national CBC show, and he was like all this other stuff, and it's like, but no one will know. He's in America; he'll be, yeah, yeah. You know, and he yeah. was the flamboyantly gay character. Okay, and, and there was like all these other Canadians that were in it as well. Episode two, uh, they're doing their thing, and you know, hey, uh, house people, we've got a da 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 da, and then uh, he stands up and goes, "This is fake. This all seems fake." Is this fake? Wait, this is fake. And oh. they're all like, oh. oh, no. And then they went for a couple more episodes going, all right, let's, so he knows it's fake. Let's just see if they can do the challenges. And the show kind of died off. Yeah. That was the yeah, end of it. Yeah. yeah. But it was interesting just seeing someone just figure it the fuck out. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like, okay. But it was also good that they were legit enough that it was like, oh, I would think like on another network, they just go, listen, buddy, just keep fucking faking it because we got to get to the end of the season. Yeah. And we're not going to blow. We've spent millions of dollars on this. And I don't care if you figure it out. You shut your fucking mouth. And we keep this going. All right. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I, didn't, I missed that one. the first season, if you ever watch it, mm. sweetest guy in the world. And it just becomes, oh, and you just fall in love with him. Just like, oh, you. Wow, there you go, All everyone. he wants to do is help everyone else. He's so not selfish. Hmm. And it just went completely, it flipped the premise of almost all these shows. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's too bad that they have the the necessity to keep it going. Like, because there are ones that you, like I, you know, through the years that I've seen, probably not all of them, but enough of them to, I got, oh, I get where they're going here. I remember where there was one where, I don't know why they do these things, where they have this girl who's supposed to be marrying this guy and they're totally inappropriate for each other. You know, like basically, she hates this person. She hates this guy. And but they she, find people that are like this but, already. No, no. So they have to pretend to be getting married and fool her friends and her family and stuff like that into the fact that oh. she. Yeah, it was just like, what kind of concept is this? Well, that went on for a while. I imagine I didn't see the end of it, but and then there was another one where it was like a show with a bunch of people, and it made it seem like it was like who's the handsomest person or blah 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 like that. But actually, what they were doing was. Who's the nicest person? So who they didn't know that was the challenge. Who beha- like who be- behaves the most ethically in these situations? Mm-hmm. 
But that was the idea of the show. So you can't repeat that again, though, because once everyone knows what the show is about, yeah. you can't you can't do that again. Did they ever finish The Swan? I don't know what that is. The Swan was a show Black where Swan? it was all these people who felt that they were unattractive, mm. and the winner. I could be in that show. And the <laughs> and the winner at the end. I hope not. Uh, and the winner oh, at the end would get plastic surgery. And Ooh. basically get the plastic surgery they wanted. I know, such a disturbing concept. Oh. Such a disturbing concept. Because really, the idea of the show should be that to show that you actually are more beautiful than you think you are. Yeah, it's exactly what it should be. But yeah. the idea is then, like, you know, they get the plastic surgery at the end, and then, like, their their life is good. And, and yeah, you're going, like, no, the, th- the problems that you have are not probably yeah. based in what this is. Yeah. I was like, Oh, geez. And then you're also going, everyone else here who thinks that's the only thing that will save them, you're not giving them that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, boy. But it all kind of comes back from, you you, you know, Queen for a Day started all that right in the 50s, right? Are you familiar with that show? Freddie Mercury? Yeah, yeah, that's right. You might also be thinking of Queenie for a Day where someone has to dress up like a chicken <laughs> with a neck problem. But are you familiar with Queen for, Queen for a Day? No. Queen for a Day was a 1950s show, and here was the, here was the idea behind it. Three women would come out. It may have started on radio first. I'm not sure, but it definitely was a television program. And it was uh, one of the worst things ever. It was three women. They would come out, and they would have to tell sob stories about their lives. And like, my husband, he lost his job, and this. I've got these kids, and I've got problems, and this. And then they just go, okay, and how about you? And they just keep coming back to them, and they'd all tell sad stories about their lives. And at the end, they would uh, judge them and decide which one of them would be queen for a day. And they, uh, they, the other two would be dismissed. Yeah. And uh, you would put, they put a crown and a cape on the one woman, and she would win like a fridge, oh. something like that, like yeah. one thing, like a fridge or a stove. That was, that was a lot of money like, in And give her a scepter and like, you're queen for a day, for a day you're queen. And so it's like one, her yes. life goes back to being shit tomorrow. Mm. These problems aren't solved yeah. at all. <laughs> and the two women who also have horrific problems yeah. get nothing. Wow. Nothing. Wow. They just come on TV and aired their dirty laundry, now mm-hmm. have to go back to their lives. And that was the show, and uh, that went for, for quite a while. And so that's basically what these a lot of these shows are. And even like cooking shows have become this, where it's like, you know, uh, chopped. And it's like, we're going to, you got to make something with jelly beans and ham. That's great. <laughs> and if you win, what would you do? Well, my son's getting over his cancer. And I would really like to show him that mothers can make money with cooking that would help its <laughs> cancer to give him the spirits. Yeah. And he wants to go to war. He wants to fight in the war, and maybe I'd be able to send him some ham and jelly bean sandwiches that I could afford with the ten thousand uh, dollars. I hope they're going to make a jelly bean demi glace because that's the what they should be doing with the jelly beans. Well, I'm, t- I'm not going to tell you how to do chopped, but somehow they've <laughs> they've stuck all this queen for a day bullshit yeah. even into cooking shows, and to me, boo. That is, so anyway, the that show that I pitched, not so much with that. Is that right? Yep. So what was it about? Can't say because I've just pitched it and I don't want well, please to. Please tell us some details about this thing you just pitched. I'd like to hear it. Here, I think. Uh, I will tell I you. I think, in the interest of honesty, last week you told us, yeah. or the week before, you that accused, if it doesn't hurt anybody else, me, I will. I will. You say called it. me a big fat liar because I didn't think that you should. Uh, that I thought it was okay to tell people, not tell people that the show uh, had a problem. That you know we're recording it or whatever. And you said, Dave, you are a fucking liar. Well, Ian, let's have a little candor here. Okay. Let's hear about you. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Well, anyway, speaking of beanie, about speaking kids. of beanie babies, we're. <laughs> I'm trying to drive them crazy. <laughs> Basically, here's what it is. Yeah. It, it it's it's taking a, a, a reality show, mm-hmm. stripping out the stuff that I don't feel works. Okay. Taking just the things that I think work. Okay. Adjusting it for what I think technology will be very shortly, 
or is now and going like here's here's a very simple show that we could do for very little money that I think could play internationally hmm. and it's a concept that it, that came to me a little while ago and I went like is this a good idea and I ran it by my sister-in-law and she went yeah that's a good idea and I ran it for a couple of people and went, yeah that's a good idea and so we went well let's shoot the darn thing so we shot it and we watched it and we're like is this a good idea it still seems like a, it may be a good idea so <laughs> went to pitch it to this these people who do reality shows yeah, yeah. and they just sat down and they went like oh that's a good idea <laughs> it's like Where's... i need a couple of days to think about that but yeah i can see what you're yeah well, and you know they're trying to find a hole in the boat and uh <laughs> and they couldn't find a hole in the boat then and maybe they will like, but it's also such a simple idea yeah that they might not do it or it might be such a simple idea that they do it so we'll see. That's right. There's a bit of me that's a little worried going like, do I want to work on this show uh, for a couple of years? If it does work, we'll see. But it, it was such a, oh, yeah, that seems like something that should be. Mm. So, yeah. Anyway, so I went in and pitched it yesterday. Cool. What's, what's it about again? Like, please, what's that? We want more detail. Uh, it's about a goat that solves mysteries. Goat that solves mysteries. How, yeah. how cute. And it's called Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about that. It's like, we know who did the murder. And he goes, <laughs> I'm like, what is it, Mr. Nanny? Stop eating the evidence. Uh, nanny goat. Interesting. You ever think about getting a goat? Are you going to get a goat oh, evolved to the next, no, no, next no, level? No, of, no, no. But no. you were never going to have a chicken before. Well, yeah. that's true enough. But I feel like... I don't know. I don't think the neighbors would really go for a goat. You know what I think is going to happen? I think yeah. like one day you're going to be a grandfather and your uh, your grandchild is going to come by with a goat and just go, Grampy, can I leave my goat here? <laughs> and you're going to say, okay. Yeah, I'd just be worried with a goat that it would want to sit on the deck all the time because it's the highest point in our backyard. Oh, you got to set. You know what you got to do is you got to set up some of those fake rocks and whatever jumping like a, areas. It's higher than our deck. Yeah, you got to give them some jumping oh, areas. Oh, you really are making my life more difficult. I'm already building a box for chickens to walk around in. I don't know if I need to. So people have chickens. People have goats. Do they have anything else in the suburbs? Is there another animal? People that... have goats in the suburbs. I well, they used to. Well, that's true. But those in those days, people had like hobby farm sized lots. Like we don't really have okay. those anymore. But is there another animal that people have like in the backyard as well, or is that a uh... horse? Oh, yeah, yep. Like I, I remember shooing a horse for these people, and they just had like a regular like suburban sized lot. Like okay, I was shocked that they had a horse at their place. I don't think they were. They didn't seem to know very much about horses though. Like they were very suspicious. When I told them I had to take the shoes off to trim the feet, like they were seriously mm. like, yeah, that's what they looked at. They had narrow eyes and they're like, really? This sounds like you're trying to make more money off of us than we need to pay. This is, this is my Mandela effect thing. I remember us having a horse when I was a teenager. My sister had a horse. Yeah. But, uh, and she, I'm sure she did. Yeah. But that also seems wrong that we had a horse. Mm -hmm. But we did, I think. Yeah. Pretty sure. But you, you boarded it like, Away Somewhere from else, your yeah. home, yeah. I just remember there was quite often I'd come home and she was like hosing a horse down in the yeah. uh, driveway. I'm like, well, where, 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 there's no, where'd the horse come from? Yeah. And I was like, ah, but I wasn't really talking to her too much, so I wouldn't follow up on this horse. <laughs> oh, siblings. Yeah. I mean, it's all different now, but, you know, we live pretty close to Panorama Ridge uh, in, near, in Surrey, and that area was full of horses in, in the old days. Like they still have a riding club there, but very little in the way of riding that goes on around it. But they still have a riding, like a ring and a, and a cross-country course and stuff. Cool. Uh, as a part of, and a baseball park. There's like baseball fields mm -hmm. for, you know, beer league uh, baseball. And then now, are you right saying, connected to it is a riding, riding ring. Are you thing. saying that people sometimes play horse baseball? No. <laughs> well, sure. I guess I am. I don't, what, you, you tell me how the rules go in horse baseball. This is interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think how this would work. Mm -hmm. Well, it would be a bit like polo. Yeah. They, they're on the horse's back. Yeah. Now I'm thinking like you could. The pitcher a, is also on the horse's back. You couldn't have a hard ball because that could hit the horse. No, that's fine. So you need no, no, no. Have you, you seen need, a polo? Have you, you need seen like a... a wiffle ball or something. You need no, like something no, no, you just, no. That's fine. You fine with a hard ball? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. okay. 
hardball and a bat. Yeah. Okay, so you toss it. At, well, but again, you're throwing the ball at the horse's face. It's fine. No, it's, it's all good. not. You got to whiffle it. Whiffle no, it. No, no, it's too easy. Uh, and then uh, hit ah. the hit the thing, and then all the rest of the rules uh, apply. Yeah, no, no, it wouldn't travel far enough. It wouldn't be interesting to have a ball, a wiffle ball, go five feet, mm-hmm. and then the horses run around like. You know what? Fuck baseball. Have... Now I'm thinking <laughs> what I would. Watch. How about this idea? A ball that goes in the ground. Okay. Guys have clubs that ride around on the horses, and they knock the ball around with it. Close. Here's what I'd like oh, to say: because okay. polo is too. What you need is instead. Follow me on this. You know why polo is new, 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 new? Because it sounds too much like polio. No, because it makes everyone feel bad about it. That's right. It's because it's so, everything to do with horses is so expensive. Yeah. That everything to do with horses is new, 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 new. Okay, but listen to this okay. idea instead. Horse. Yep. Hockey. Horses on ice. Yeah. Not, but you gotta, not field hockey? No, that's I know. That's basically you, polo. <laughs> that's polo. What you got to do is you got to find a way of making horses not slip on the ice. Yeah. I don't know how you do it, but you're the horseshoe guy. You figure it out. Okay. Uh, and yeah, they got the big sticks. I mean, big hockey sticks. Yes. And now they're all around, and they're doing the horse stuff. Oh, you'd watch that. That would, would be the most popular show okay. in Alberta. Why? Because you've combined hockey, okay. which they love. Yeah. Horses, which they love. Do they, is Alberta famous for their love of horses? They're cowboys, for crying out loud, in Alberta. They wear cowboy hats. Well, that, they have the saddle dome. Yeah, like, they like fucking like horses. Urban cowboys. I say they like fucking horses. That's not <laughs> neither here nor there. But I'm just saying they like horses. No judgment. Uh, oh, no harsh judgment for people that fuck horses. Uh, How could you be a farrier if you're not judging people who fuck horses? What's wrong with you? Take your farrier license right away. <laughs> I, I gave that up a long time ago. Okay. You don't give away your license. Yeah, I gave it away. My Here's my license. badge and gun. My bar- Put it down. <laughs> I know. I did like the. I'm uh, off the case. I did the uh, the dirty hairy thing, and I threw it into a pond. I was so disgusted with my with what was going on in the farrier world. I threw threw my badge, my what, farrier uh, badge, into what? Like, what movie did you do that in the first one? A dirty hairy, yeah. Well, how to get it back for all the rest of the movies? Yeah, I never understood. <laughs> I don't understand that because they also did that in Starsky and Hutch. There's an episode where they threw their badges into a, into a, a a pond or whatever. Yeah. Just like Dirty Harry, which I didn't know at the time. But as a kid, I was like, well, now what do they do? Like. They go back and ask for some new badges. Like, <laughs> and the guy's like, the guy in the badge supply place is like, well, what happened? Like, this is the second time you've come and asked me for badges. What are you, what are you doing with them? Yeah. Nothing. I don't know. We just seem to be keep losing our badges. And then huh? the lady of the lake holds them up for uh, King Arthur when he goes <laughs> by. Here. Now you're a cop. What? Yeah. yeah. Hey, how about that? King Arthur, but he's a cop. No, I just. I how about that? Vividly remember that as a Got to pitch that show. I vividly remember that as a kid and just. I remember thinking to myself, well, are they no longer policemen? What like what happens when you throw your badge in the water? Like you're dope, is what it is. Because they're so they're now so it's Officer upset. Fish. They're so upset. <laughs> there has been an Officer Fish. There the was a uh, Barney, Barney justice Miller. system and whatever else. Yeah, they had enough. We were talking about they dirty... threw Huggy Bear in the water. They were so upset. We were talking about Dirty Harry at work. We were talking about the Dirty Harry movies. I don't know why. Oh, because we were talking about Michael Cimino. Because they were talking about the Deadpool. They were like, you know, there was Dirty Harry mm-hmm. in a movie called Deadpool. Yes, that's true. 1987. With Jim Carrey, yeah, as a rock star uh, with mascara. Mm. All ties back. I don't really. That's a weird one because it doesn't really. It's like ten. Year, it's like no, ten years after the the one before. It's like not as impact. bad. It's it's not as not fit as the later Death Wish movies are. Mm. Those are the most not fit movies. Okay. But yeah, Dirty Harry is not the same dude. Okay, but go ahead. No, we were just talking about those films, and and we were uh, talking about. Uh, and for some reason, everyone liked the second one better, Magnum Force. Yes, which Michael Cimino. Who directed like The Deer Hunter and and uh, famously Heaven's Gate and and other films? That's the uh, one that's got uh, you go ahead make my day right. It's got all the sayings. Am I right? This first one. No, no, second one. 
go ahead make my day isn't in the first one right no it's not i know that for that's sure. no that one has the famous like how many yeah how, uh, how many well, bullets or do i have a yeah yeah do you feel lucky you well, feel do lucky you, uh, punk? Yeah, that's right yeah, yeah right and the second one is go ahead make my day and the third one is who wants nachos which really didn't work <laughs> didn't really work quite as well yeah. the enforcer with the tyne daily as his partner yeah that's a shame what? Not not the Tyne Daily is oh. bad, but how they wrap up the Tyne Daily plot is uh, weak to me at the end. Mm. Yeah, boo on that. Well, Don't want to ruin anything, but his, boo. His partners never do very well. Yeah. So, but when you got Tyne Daily, fucking change that shit. <laughs> Why? Because what's that buy you? Nothing. It, it just buys you like me. You well, like yeah. you like a character, and then you, something happens. You like, is but that a good idea? That, but that's yeah. But I mean, that's the I. You know, he, she's not the hero of the of the movie, though. No. So it's not it's not about her. I know. So he's supposed to have like this emotional thing where you know. But does he? I don't. I don't really know. No, they don't. They don't pay it up. It's not a very good film. I'm just saying. All right. So not. you're discussing it with the fellows at work. Yeah, and they all like Magnum Force a lot more. And I said, sure. I said to me, Magnum Force is like the mea culpa for Dirty Harry. It's kind of like, yeah, okay, we know we made like this crypto fascist film about like this brutal cop who tortures, you know, tortures criminals to get information and blah blah blah. In this movie, he goes up against bad cops. So then we all know that even though he's pretty tough on crime, that really he's also doesn't like bad bad cops. Like he's not a corrupt cop, you know, because those guys are bad. And David Soul from Starsky and Hutch is, is one of the bad cops. There you go. What was his song? David Soul? Yeah, what was his song? Soul Train. That was not true at all. Don't Give Up On Me, Baby? Was that I, his song? Maybe. Don't Give Up On Me, Baby. Is that right? Is that was the, I think so. Was that the theme to Casablanca? I think that was his hit. He then also later on played uh, Rick in Casablanca. That's yeah, right. That's why say, I you're right. That little... um, but the first... Hence my deep cut reference No, no, there. it was a very nice. Who was, uh, who was uh, Sam? In uh, uh, the TV version of Casablanca. The TV version of Casablanca. I'm it's the only picture? person it could be. Is that right? It's the only yeah. person it could be? He's a bald uh, piano player. Weisenheimer. Who could it be? It's only one person it could be. Bald Weisenheimer. Bald African American Weisenheimer. I'm an older fella. So it had to be Scatman Crothers. Yeah. So it's the only guy it could be. <laughs> yeah, There's right. only one person. That's right. That's it. Okay. That's right. uh, but the first. But the first. I never watched the show. Dirty Harry movie. Yeah. Uh, you could do that kind of look if you just watch the Dirty Harry movies now mm-hmm. without context. You don't go, oh, it's the Zodiac Killer, yeah. who everyone was so freaked out about, yeah. that when you see someone torturing people to get to the Zodiac Killer, you're like, to be fair, justified. He's, he's kidnaps children in a school bus. That's what Dirty Harry's trying to get the information. Like, where where are these kids in the, in the school bus? Yeah. Uh, and, yes. Sorry, we got to listen again we for, uh, for, for the, you it's, know. It's going oh, away. It's going away. It's going away. Fair but enough. still, hear a siren. Right. Take a drink. So if you if if you're growing up in a world where like say the guy's going after Charles Manson, mm-hmm. you could uh, you could do some damage along the way, and the audience will be with you and go like, yeah, he's going after Manson. It We're is a, fine. It is a weird movie. It's very. But if you watch yeah. twenty years later, yeah. and you have no context, you're like, yeah. what's with this guy? That's a bit much. I still, I obviously the film is very, it's very, very difficult film now because it is it's basically like. A crime panic film. Like, yep. criminals are getting away with murder out there. Smurder. Smurder. <laughs> They're getting away with, you know, the, the liberal justice system is just letting these guys walk away. Yeah. It's not respecting the rights of the, what about the rights of the victim? Blah, 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 you know. And you're, you know, when I come into work every day, it sort of changed over time. For a long time, there was this big giant, like, the side of a truck, a side of a, like, a, a, a truck thing. What are those called? A trailer. 
a truck trailer. <laughs> I was going, what's not the a, side of a truck called? Just a truck. Not not a yeah, that's right. Not it's a, called an Optimus Prime. Not as well. Like when a big giant trailer. By the way, Scatman Crothers, who was he in Transformers? What was his character's name? It's the only thing it could be. It's the only thing it could be. Hambone? Jazz. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh and so there's this big truck, and for a long time it had the justice, it said justice, uh-huh. then it had a red circle around it and then a line through it. Okay. And I, we were like, what are they trying to say here? They don't want justice? No justice allowed? Justice forbidden? Was it? Uh, There's a nightclub. Could I just say that? Let me just yeah. say this. Maybe they, uh, maybe they were a vegetable place, and the whole thing was no justice, no peas. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Well, we just thought there was a, maybe there was a nightclub. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't want justice there. And when justice showed up, <laughs> sure, the, the band, the the, the uh, bouncer would just point to the sign and shake his head. No. Nope. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, or were they really anti the new Justice League movie? They're really. This is before the Justice League movie. This is like right. years ago. But they've refined it over time. Sure. Then it was like uh, something about judges. How judges are bad and things like that. Now it ah. says. Now it says uh, something about how uh, don't do you want justice? You pay for it. Elect judges. I'm like, okay, this is wrong. So many ways, this is wrong. Yeah. First thing, you don't pay for justice. Mm-hmm. Like you don't. You don't pay the justice system, so it gives you the things you want from right. the justice system. Like that's not justice. No. Justice is not what you want. Yeah, that's the first thing you have to understand about justice. It will make you happy because justice is blind. It's not for you. Right. Justice will have no idea how much money you're giving it. It doesn't. It, it would have to trust you. You go like yeah. that's a hundred dollar bill. Okay, it feels like a five. Yeah, yeah. and you justice. don't want and you don't want a system where judges are elected. Like that that's horrible. Like the idea that people have to like appeal. To the mob in order for them to like be justices yeah. takes away the takes away their independence as yeah. as judges and puts them in the pocket of people of interests. What was that? That was a police car. That was a police car, everyone. You know what? We pay for that. We pay for that justice. We do so, pay for so it. There you go. We do well, pay I guess for you're it. You're wrong. Through our the taxes. End. Through our taxes, we pay for things, but it's yeah. doesn't mean it doesn't mean that we're paying for them like it's a service for no. us. And you don't pay them more if they do what you <laughs> yeah, want them to exactly do. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's so weird. I don't. I just. I, it's so wrong in so many ways. But anyway, so that. So you know clearly, obviously, yeah. the backstory of this, without even asking, is like something went terribly wrong yeah. for a family. For a family. Obviously, a family. Yeah. Yeah. They went. We're going to put this up, and this yes. is how, and they feel better, and that's okay. So I'm not going to like. And now there's a lot of people driving around in Langley that have bumper stickers that that reflect this, these people's point of. View. sure the justice is unfair right and that judges are bad and that and the reason that the law doesn't work is because of judges mm-hmm. and what people don't understand with judges is that judges have a criminal code that is not put in place by judges but it's put in place by the government yeah and the government that we elect has decided that these rules are what we're going to govern our you know our whatever our culture our country yeah, by country. and so these will protect us and also allow, hopefully, for criminals to be re- rehabilitated. And it's not just some sort of like horrible punish, penal punishment and they're sent to an island where they have to bring things there in their bum. Sorry, I think of Papillon for some reason. <laughs> um, I was thinking of Ass Masters 5. <laughs> well, you know, we all have our own idea of justice. You paid for it. So, uh, you know, like it's supposed to, you know, it's just like a system that, but it's not for you. Like it, you know, and it's going to feel unfair. Yeah. Because no matter what happens to a criminal, depending, you know, depending what they did, you will never feel that they're getting what, how they, they're never, you'll never feel like they're being hurt the way that they hurt you. No, and they can't. And you can't set up the justice system to 
Yeah. Yeah. That's a system of revenge and vengeance. Yeah. The, uh, and then if you make the mistake then of going like, but in America, it's like, yeah, well, they got the most people per capita, like in prison. Like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous the yeah. amount of people yeah. they put in prison because it's a profit situation for prisons. So of course they want people in prison. Yeah. And there's other reasons for that and racism sure. and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, you don't want that fucking system. No. And so I'm with, I'm with like, I get it. The family's upset. They yeah. want to protest. Mm-hmm. They've built, they've paid for a sign to protest. Yep. Tip my hat. That's how you do it. <laughs> that didn't it. hurt anybody. Yeah. Thanks for making a sign. Yeah. Bumper stickers. Knock yourself out. Sure. Write that letter to the province. Yeah. They're going to put it in there. It'll be the first, the first letter. That's the first letter. <laughs> oh, my God. I would love to do a show sometime that's called First Letter to the Province. And mm. everyone is the first letter, which is just Here, we got a feature. Nuts. We got a feature. We got a feature on our show now. Yeah, we, we actually probably do. I make that <laughs> mistake sometimes when I'm at Dutch Panicic House because they got the free provinces yeah, yeah. there. And I'm like, oh, yeah. let's just take a look and see what people are talking about. About I hate the world. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You should go to Luan first, and, and then and then you're like, well, I'll just read the editorial directly underneath it. Maybe oh. that'll settle. What the hell? <laughs> okay. Every one of those is written by someone from the Fraser Institute, the super conservative <laughs> no think shit. tank here in in Vancouver. That yeah, it should ruins just everything. be a bow tie that writes our it. <laughs> our entire educational system here in the in the province is being slowly ruined. By people trying to appeal to the Fraser Institute's review of the schools every year, which is basically based on some sort of Ayn Randian crazy idea of what school should be. And then all the schools are like, oh my gosh, we, we're low in the Fraser Institute's ranking of schools. We, we have to make test scores higher and stuff like that. Instead of just saying, hey, fuck you, Fraser <laughs> Institute. We're a school. Fuck you, yeah, fucking think tank. Kids, what are you guys? A bunch of fascists sitting in a room together. Screw you. And then here's the thing: you pick you pick up the province, and you're like, you got, I'm you saying got, schools are gutless. Sure, sure. You got your, your you got your shocker headline. Hey everyone, shocker. Go ahead. He's on his second can. People, second can, someone's gonna pee later. I got a tall boy. Okay. Uh, he was keeping that one in his butt. Uh, so shocking thinking, I was headline. Thinking of Papillon. Fair enough. And then you go like, oh, this is a shocking headline. Let's open up the paper yeah. and look at this. Eh, it's about a half a page story about this thing, not going into much detail. Yeah. All right, that's bullshit. All right, and that's and that's a couple of things they got from like you know the wire, not the TV mm-hmm. show, but like just like just <laughs> random bits of news. They they have a transcript from the TV not show, a big the fucking wire. Thing. Then your editorial, and then yeah. right wing. Uh, and then one person, <laughs> and the last thing in the in the letters is like. Maybe we should get along and people are people. Oh, that's good. Nice one person said that. That's great. Make my way to the comic section. Luann, the only good comic in there. I'm sorry. No, no. Come on. Pearls before swine. All right. Yeah, that's I guess good it's, too. it's okay. Fine. I still enjoy I still enjoy Blondie. Like one big happy. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something too. Enjoy the, Dilbert. Feels like they're using less ink. I don't know why. It feels like everything's faded in yeah, the papers. Well, like so. use a darker ink, man. <laughs> like I, I Well it's hard to read get fuzzy. For sure. Yeah. I talk about get fuzzy. My eyesight's fuzzy. I'm old. I cannot read all this writing in that. In that right. Story. And so oh. then, okay, the other things in the entertainment, because I like entertainment. There's one promo article for the new show that's coming up. Like, yeah, all right, there's that. There's a recipe page. It's like with one recipe. It's like, fine. It's always vegetarian. I don't know Yeah, why. there's something with Dr. Oz, who's, you know, full of shit. And then it's like, okay, now there's the, the horoscopes and comics. Fine. Turn the page. Puzzles. Try to oh, solve, yeah, got to do the jumble. Try to solve the jumble without, like, actually rearranging the letters. I do it every Just day. Just try to get the gag. Yeah, I do it every day. And then look up at that one that's uh, the wordplay one, and uh, you got to solve, you know, what's mm-hmm. this mean? Yeah. You know, it's like... Uh, Out of alignment. There's the letter on, or yeah. the word on, and uh, and underneath is it. Oh, yeah. on top of it. It'd be that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's all these British sayings that you don't know, you know, <laughs> half a kipper's good as uh, uh, haggis. Like, that's not an expression at all. Stop using British expressions. 
expressions. No one can get these. And then it's sports. Yeah. And I go like, boy, those sports are really well covered. And then that's the end that's of that. That's the reason most people buy the paper. No shit. Yeah. Just make it all sports then. Uh, Chuck the rest out because you obviously don't care. <laughs> what what I really – what you missed was – it's become very common now. The first story in the paper is the who cares story. Mm. It's like, you know, this person's mad about the leaves that are blowing around in the <laughs> – Yes. Why? What is this in the first story? Like, but I guess they've decided that people want like personal yeah. interest stories. This, rather is than... you, this is what you put down at the, uh, you're at the you're at the breakfast table and you go like, hey, this person who's really mad about there's uh, too many leaves in the sewer. Oh yeah, I hate that too. Me too. Me too. Uh, leaves yeah. in the sewer. Leaves in the sewer. Leaves in the sewer. Leaves in the sewer. Uh, and back on the fucking thing. Huh. Actually, I am a little mad. At the leaves in the sewer. You knew they were falling. <laughs> Clear them out. My, my feet are wet. Yes. So that nice man with the mascara. Of... There's a yeah that guy too, poor guy. Uh, yeah, that was quite a flood. I was uh, I was glad I was driving the Durango because I, I feel like if I was in my Volvo, I would have stalled out. Mm-hmm. Like I would have stalled. The engine would have been full of water and it was. Like, you need someone just dressed it. as a Charon uh, in his boat mm. at the beginning and That's just like good. You know, give yeah. me two two coins mm-hmm. and I'll take you across. Yeah, and it's like, but then once you get across, you don't remember what you were getting. <laughs> Well, lots of you touch the water. Is that true? No, that's the River uh, Lathe, isn't it? Instead? Yes, yes. Yeah, not the River Styx, which is the one uh, Charon's taking you across. Yes, everyone hates that river. Things babe. No, not babe. What's that? Is that babe? Did they do? Um, what did... Mr. Roboto. Let's just go with Domerigato, Mr. Roboto, as you go across sure. the River Styx. How many Styx songs can you think of? Is that what you That's the only one I got. I have that. Don't I... let it end this way. Is that? Don't let it end. Don't let it end this way. Is that Styx? I don't know. Oh, there's a couple there of a, a band I avoided as that, but I, uh, I was given like a, I was given a uh, someone's record collection to go through. Yeah. And so I took out a few records from it, and then I, I gave away the rest. But I, I kept the Mr. Roboto album because I just remember loving it so much that they did a concept album in the early '80s <laughs> when concept albums had gone out the door. <laughs> you know, who was doing concept albums by that time? Only the Ellen Parsons Project was still doing concept albums. I even think they'd given up. Yeah. They did Eye in the Sky. That's not a concept album. They didn't do Tales of Imagination or whatever. They're a Poe-related album they're doing. Uh... Here's my confession of, uh, from last week. Where, confession? Uh, yeah, it's my confession, uh, Canadian confession, which is uh, I was listening to Alec Baldwin's, uh, you know, uh, Hey, What Are You Talking About? Shame on you. Uh, and uh, he was interviewing Burton Cummings. And oh. I was like, oh, let's listen to this because it was some interesting stories about how, you know, the guess who basically mm. survived, which was CBC going, hey, you want to do a TV show? And that's how they survived. They were going to break up. And then that they, was really early on. Though, they very, did very early yeah, on. Yeah. And they, they had to learn all these songs every week and yeah. do all this stuff. But they weren't yeah. doing any original material. No. And then second season, they were they were told, like, well, why don't you do some original material? Like, oh, I don't know. People like original material. <laughs> okay. And that's kind of how they got their original material going. Yeah. But then he, he was playing all these different songs from his catalog and the guess who and i kept going oh i like this one. Oh, i yeah. like this oh, yeah. one. Oh, i like this one yeah, yeah i'm like oh shit do i have to download some damn burton cummings <laughs> so i yeah, download a bunch of burton something about cummings a backyard and, I, and i've been stand tall but i'm leaving in your backyard stand tall and when i used to be, when i was a kid mm-hmm. and i used to go to the alan thick and alan hamill yeah shows and the don heron shows uh he was often performing uh at those also so very... i've seen burton cummings perform yeah live I will tell you times. dozens of times. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. It was just, but then, yeah, I really kind of got into it this last uh, You know week. what I got to say nowadays, though, is his hair no longer convinces me. Oof. I don't think that he still has dark hair the way. I think he's, I think he's touching it up. How about just his mustache? I think he's touching up his mustache, too. I, he's, what, 97? And I think that maybe, I think maybe he's touching up his hair. But what's interesting about Burton <laughs> Cummings is there's a lot of people let who it come. Go, uh, let it go Randy Bachman style, brother. Yeah. Well, let it go a little bit. 
Like a little, a little gray in there. You can, you can. It's a tough one. And I'm a hair dyeing guy. You know, you yeah. gotta like look at your eyebrows. Use those as a guide. Because <laughs> you know what? Unless you're gonna do your eyebrows as well. Oh, it's a lot of work. And if you do your eyebrows as well, you're gonna look like Groucho Marx. <laughs> it. You will never not look like a 1930s cartoon character. Uh, a you lot might of people well just start bouncing constantly at that point. <laughs> a lot of people like Burton Cummings who come from like the interior. Because he was like one of the only like kind of major artists that would be like playing in Kamloops or Kelowna and mm. places like that. Because everyone else ignored those with places. an insane catalog of songs. Yeah, and he's still you know, had a good. He had some good stuff to sing. Yeah, he's a good uh, piano player. He's got. Uh, he's still got the pipes. So what do they play? No time. No time is my favorite. Uh, guess who song? No time left for you. No time left for yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, no sugar tonight no in my coffee. Mm-hmm. No sugar tonight in yes. my. Tea. He was. He was. You know what? He played fair. He played coffee. He played tea. He didn't. He didn't just bow to one lobby. He let. You know. He let both both barrels go. He just gave it to coffee yeah. and to tea. And she's come undone. American woman. Of course, she's got to come undone. Spelled U N D U N. I'm scared. I don't remember that one. That was like I'm scared, Lordy, Lordy. I'm scared. I'm terrified. Never been much on religion. Uh, well, but sure know. enough, just fall down on my knees. Uh, and it was uh, huh. he was at some cathedral, I believe, in New York, and just uh, and wrote that song wow. based on uh, that. And it's it's a it's actually a, quite a good song now. Hmm. Yeah, yes. you you can go forever with Burton Cummings songs. Just keep going. Yeah, you yeah. haven't even tapped into the Guess Who ones, and then you're like, well, now we're into American Woman. Of course, the Guess Who ones are also Randy Bachman. Randy Bachman, yeah, because you've got that. There's your Bachman. Yeah, who left? Who left the left the Guess Who because of Burton Cummings carrying carryings on. And formed uh, Backman Turner Overdrive. Right. Well, you've got to break up if you're a band. You got to. You have do have to break up eventually. All bands are breaking up, even when they're still together. They're in the middle of breaking up. Yeah, that's a fact. And then they're also in the middle of getting back together again. All the at time. some point, someone's going like, you know, there's a lot of money if you get back together. <laughs> well, I guess so. And then, yeah, then they're back. Together. Did the guess you get back together? Not no, but Burton Cummings and uh, and Randy Bachman definitely have gone back together again. I don't know about the rest of okay. the band. Okay. Okay. Hmm. They they they've performed together quite a bit. Yes. The guess who have a long and storied history in Canada. Yeah, I want. It's funny, like when when they were talking on uh, Alec Baldwin's show. Here's here's the thing um, about the breakup. I forget what they said, but it, but it was talking about they were. Be, he was being vague about it. He just wanted to scream, "Don't care! No one cares! No one cares why a band breaks up." You break up because you're a band. Yeah, that's why you broke up. Yeah, we have no, you know, why the Beatles break up. Don't care. Doesn't matter. <laughs> if you just break up, that's what you did. We understand this is part of it. You yeah. know, it's not like, oh, well, you know, Burton, he cheated on me with Anne Murray. You know, it's like, no, <laughs> nothing, it doesn't matter. Nothing, nothing. Don't worry about it. That's that's why you did. And you might get back together again later. You're fine. Just say we're breaking up. Yeah, we all get it. We're cool. We don't have to go live with one of you. Yeah. Everything's fine. It's yeah. not a divorce. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. Sure. Break up if you need to. It, I kind of I kind of miss the days when and maybe there never were. I I, I guess I, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Dave's nostalgia corner. No, it's just I was going to say that I miss the time when here in Canada we had bands that no one knew about. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it maybe is still that way. Maybe there's bands in Canada that just don't get any. Oh yeah, any, I'm sure. Any kind of. Uh, props I'm sure they're listening else. to this right now, going, "Yeah, us." <laughs> yes, us. You know, but because I mean, but I mean, in the past, people who made it, Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, yeah. Uh, do Americans know Trooper? They, do Americans know the Payolas? The, you know bands that play yeah. so that's so saturated our airwaves. Mm-hmm. Do they Back know the Slugs? Do they know Chilliwack? But of course, bands like that were were uh, regional bands. Like regional bands are not as you know. Once upon a time, you know there were bands that had West Coast hits. They didn't translate on the East Coast. Like no one knew about 
the collectors who the band that became Chilliwack, like they had hits up and down the West Coast. They recorded in L.A. That was like and, Doug and the Slugs. Were they uh, were they a national band or were they a West Coast band? I'm not too sure. I don't really know. Okay. I don't don't really follow the chart chart action of mm-hmm. things. But yeah, I, I feel like yeah, like they were big here. Everyone, you know, if you go to a if you go to a for a long time, if you went to a Value Village or to a thrift store and you look through the record rack, you would find that baloney and whatever it's called, baloney and caviar, or whatever that album's called. It has a really gross cover with baloney mixed in with like fine yeah, food. Yeah, you're painting a terrible picture in my head. It's right awful. Now. And that Doug, Doug guy, who wasn't a slug, but the Doug of the slugs, he Doug was Bennett. a Doug Bennett. Doug Bennett. Is it right? I, I don't know. Doug I don't know. He, he, he was, was a, uh, he's insulting to me once. He was a former graphic designer. <laughs> yeah. And then he made albums like that. Blech. Sorry that to say like that. that. Sorry to always bring up that he was insulting me once, but he was once and it uh, backfired on him. Didn't work out. Um, <laughs> he was the first Good. guy that I saw that kind of broke uh, my image of what a concert would be. Like I, I, they used to have CKVU's uh, local channel uh here uh they would show concerts on saturday or friday night and they show the full concert wow. uncensored oh. and so normally you'd, you know it's trooper and here they are and they come yeah. up raise a little hell and they do their songs and you come up raise but he, but doug decided to do a lot of yip yap in, in between okay and it was like you know uh hey how the fuck are you vancouver what the fuck are you doing hey there's some hot pieces of ass in the front row yeah you know it that's right all right we're gonna start the pussy been, train who's been playing too many bars yeah and it was like really <laughs> filthy yeah i was like what's going on anyway here's too bad and they go into their their song too bad they were kind of a they had were to get a very caught. dirty band yeah when they uh what's the song making it work uh i remember we showed that on a kid's show that I worked on, and uh, the whole thing is there. It's a guy who can't get an erection, and so the uh, <laughs> sex therapists show up, and they're all wacky, and they gotta like get him to making it work, oh. get his uh, get his dick ah. hard, uh, and it was like for a kid show. This video they they had. I'm trying to think of their so, so Chinatown connection. That was one right too. Could be. It was like or there was uh, there was too bad. There was making it work. Uh, there was a uh, uh, pretty sure Chinatown connection. Day by day. I don't remember the day. By day. Like, yeah. You both knew the kind. Yeah, something that day by day I'm feeling stronger, day by day I'm lasting longer, day by day. It sounds like he's actually trying to do reggae here. Yeah, and it helped me make my way day by day by day by day. Yeah. I don't remember that one. I probably had stopped listening to that. But he was, that yeah, he was a guest on this uh, the show that uh, I was doing audience warm up and... Uh, and I ended up being like a faux contestant on the show. Oh, okay. To kind of show how this went. Yeah. And uh, it, it was a thing of like you had to ask you questions about what you did for a living, and he went like, as and at the time I had long hair, mm. and he was like, "Is it about? I remember how, those days. Is it, is it about your uh, your, uh, your your crazy greasy hair?" I was like, uh, "No, no, no, it's not. Is it about how fat you are?" And it Ooh. was like, it was like a, the third thing. And by the way, all three of these things. He fucking was. Like, he was like, his hair was way worse than mine. He was much fatter than me. And whatever the third thing was as well was like, he was like worse than me there. And I was just like, oh, I know how to do this. I'm going to take it with a big smile. And I was like super smiley. And he lost the audience 100%. And he did not get them back in the actual show itself either. And it went uh, terribly for him. You weren't fat. Uh, I was chubby. No. I was chubby back then. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. TV chubby. Anyway. <laughs> well, that's different. It, well, okay. He said it He said it to me, and I yeah. did not take it as, that's a strange thing to say. So, obviously, there was something going on. I'm sure there are American people or people around the world who have made it their, made it their little thing that they know all there is to know about Canadian bands. Mm-hmm. They have friends who, their friends know the guess who. Their friends know Neil Young. Their friends know Johnny well, Neil Mitchell. Neil Young is, you know, crossing. But they don't know 
the heavy blinkers. <laughs> they don't know, I don't know, the other band. I can't think of the name of uh, the top of my head. I'm gonna, they I'm, don't know Big Sugar. They don't know whatever, I'm right? I'm going to say this to you because we're getting kind of near the end. Here's what I'm going to say to you is like, why not on our website, sneakydragon.com, why don't you put five bands, Canadian bands, Americans, and what am I saying Americans? We got people from Scotland. The world. We got people from Northern Scotland. We got people from Eastern Scotland. That's right. We've got all the Scotlands. Yeah. And Americans. Those are our only two listeners. Uh, Maybe there's someone else. Uh, Five bands that from Canada that you should uh, give a listen to that you probably haven't heard of. Yeah. You've heard of that. You've heard of Feist. There. But have you heard of Lullaby Baxter, who pretty much started that style of singing in Canada? Right. Have you heard of uh, Mickey Beaver and the Maple Syrup Boys? Have you? You're a fucking liar. That doesn't exist. <laughs> you just tried to look a big shot in front of your friends. And now you look an ass. Now you look like a jerk. Yeah. Well done. Speaking of... I just want to... Just, How about before, Maple and the Flags? Before we leave... Also don't exist. <laughs> the American Flag? Shame on you. Love that band. How about the Little Ladies? They did exist. Mm. They were a Doug of the Sluts cover band. <laughs> they really were. They were. Oh. Uh, they covered uh, Too Bad, and they were the daughters of local Canadian bands. There was a the daughter of of Doug. There was a the daughter of... Uh, Bill Henderson? Bill Henderson. You're absolutely right. Chilliwack. That was Saffron Henderson. And there's a daughter of a bunch of other... Uh, there's a couple other daughters from different local bands. Huh. Huh. Called the Little Ladies. Yeah. And their version of Too Bad wasn't too bad. <laughs> hmm. I'm sure people have heard of Trooper. Of course they have. But less have heard of Prism. And now mm. Armageddon was a big hit, local local hit. How about Doucette? I, I would probably Mama not know a play. Doucette song if you Mama threw it at me. Mama, let them play, play that rock and roll. Do, and do, by do, the do, way, do. you guys might not really be big Burton Cummings fans. Look it up. Look up some Burton Cummings yeah, look up there. Some Burton you, Cummings. you know American Woman. I know, but you probably know cover versions. Look up the original version. Please. I was at the gym the other day and uh, on the weekend. Pumping irony. That's right. It was... <laughs> That sounds terrible for some reason. Uh, and there was a woman there. Gross. I was so outraged. I'm like, what is... This is a gym. It's called a gym because it's for guys. Did we lose no. a handmaid's tail? <laughs> there was... This, this is the lots of women there. But this was one particular woman there who was involved in a photo shoot. Mm. There was a professional photographer there. Okay. And he had a setup. Mm-hmm. And he was taking pictures of this lady. This lady was probably 30s. Okay. In her 30s? Yeah. Some women are in their 30s. Yeah. Sounds I'm right. just trying to give you a paint you picture here. Sure. Because you're a professional painter. Picture painter. <laughs> she was in her, in her 30s. Okay. She was very In her toned. 30s, if you know what I if mean. If you know what I mean. <laughs> she was very, very toned. Like, very muscular. Sure. Not, not weightlifter muscular. Like, not woman taking steroids and turning into, like, a strange beast. Mm-hmm. But woman who works out a lot. All right. Now, I'm just going to warn you. I come from a family of female bodybuilders. And take, I really do. Do they take steroids? No, they do not. Okay. Well, but they do. Is... My sister Lee actually is a, it was okay. a bodybuilder in her 30s. Wow. Wait, is it Lee? Is it my sister? Is this the punchline? <laughs> it turned out. Okay. No. Right. Uh, it's not. There's no punchline to this story. All right. This is, this is interesting to me because, okay, so this lady. Okay. In her 30s. I don't, I don't want to. Okay, here's the thing. I don't want to like make myself look like a creep. Okay. It's a really bad week for doing that. <laughs> but. Okay, there's women at the gym. Okay. And, of course, you look at them. Once again, I'm referring to you. I know. Right, go ahead. Good I luck. don't. Good luck this week I with don't, this statement. I'm not saying I'm, I'm ogling them, but, you know, sure. they're there. So you look at them and you go, oh, that lady's nice looking or that right. lady's doing doing good or, this, you know, like, you know. I just, okay. But this lady. Sure. Who's having her in this photo shoot. Taking her photos, yeah. She did not look very good. Because? Because she's, like, so toned. Mm-hmm. 
and brown. Like she spent all her time under a tanning thing. Okay. And she had crow black hair. Okay. Straightened. Sure. But like a couple globs of mascara covering her eyes. Okay. And because she was so toned, like she was very muscular, but her skin, she had no fat content. So her skin, right, yeah. her skin was kind of a little saggy. Okay. So when she turned her head, there'd be like big wrinkles around her head. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, understood. And she, she just looked like kind of like beef jerky in human form. All right. And I was curious because to me, she was not attractive. I mean, maybe other guys would look at her and go, hot stuff. I'm sure there were. This lady wearing these short shorts that I'm, show off her buttocks. I'm sure. And I'm her sure midriff, sure this midriff is showing thing. Absolutely a type. But what I'm curious. I'm going to say this, by the way. Yeah. As some, all right. As, as someone whose sister will not listen to this, <laughs> my my sister was very similar to what you're describing right okay. there. Very, very similar. Okay. And yes, there is definitely uh, people that uh, are for that. Yes. Okay. But please continue. So, but what I was curious about is I would like to see the pictures mm-hmm. because I know the reality. And so I'd like to see the fantasy the pictures make sure, sure, of this. Yeah. And I would be curious to see, like, look at it and go, oh, she looks really great in these pictures. Oh, I'm sure she does. Yeah. Yeah. When, whenever you see, if, you, if you've ever been to, like, a proper photo shoot, mm-hmm. You'll always go, well, this is, that was bad. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter who's doing it <laughs> yeah, yeah. or how it's set up. And yeah. then you see, then you see the photo and go, geez. They know what they're life's doing. Life's a lie. <laughs> life's yeah, a life's lie. a lie. It's all a fucking lie. <laughs> and if you do look good in the photo shoot, you're not going to look good in the, in the picture. You look okay, but yeah. you won't look great. Yeah. Because there's certain things that you do that make you look great in a photo that make you look not so great in real life. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So what works in 2D does not work in 3D necessarily. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. like I say, this lady, this, and I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know how to describe Look, I know it. she's in her 30s and that repulses you. <laughs> no, it's not, it's nothing they to do with her. They're in nothing their 30s. At all. I, Come on. And I'm sure she's a wonderful person. I, I, I'm not, I'm not judging or anything. I just thought it was interesting, you know, that she was going through this photo shoot and I'm just, I would like to see the. The result of of this. So you didn't ask the photographer what magazine. I did not ask that. I should maybe I should have interrupted them in the middle of their, their, her shoot, but she's probably paying for. And you, you know what? If you actually are interested, mm-hmm. I can tell you how you probably could do that. Mm-hmm. Is you just ask the gym because the gym they had to get permission. For okay. The gym to do that, and just okay. go. Hey, the other day they were doing a photo shoot mm-hmm. uh, here. Uh, what do you know who that was for? I'm kind yeah. of curious to see uh, what that what that was about. So and they will they will know and they may tell you and yeah. I can't see why they wouldn't tell you because you're a gym member and you had to be in the area for the photo shoot so I think you have a you know you could you could find out what was uh, good about that day was I usually when I work out of the gym I take my glasses off because my my face gets sweaty right. and my glasses slide down my nose mm-hmm. and then they will fall off my face. Also, the if floor. you want to show shock, you can whip them off. <laughs> so I need to show shock at the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Look how much that guy's lifting. Whip off. Yeah. Or if you're like doing a business thing and you want to like, you know, gesture mm-hmm. with your glasses and look yeah. intellectual. Yeah, look intellectual. Well, you know how I'm a bit, bit of a phony. Yeah. So it was good though because I ran into my daughter's friend's dad and a former neighbor of ours. And I was able to recognize both of them because normally I don't have my glasses on, so I can't tell who yeah. people are. It's just a big blur. I'll walk past people that you know, they're probably thinking, well, what a snob. But I really, I didn't, I can't see you because I don't have my glasses on because they just, they don't do very well. And the, they're the, the, the new kind that the kids are wearing that are kind of, they're, they don't have, they don't really have a, like a nose. Yeah. The little pl- the rubber, rubber yep. things uh, that nose, sit on your nose. nose. That goes up your nose and keeps your glasses <laughs> so, so popular. It doesn't have that popular feature, the nose hose on them. And so they uh, tend to slide off my face when Here's, I get uh, I, I want to – if anyone has uh, seen me lately and I haven't recognized you, uh, I, wanna, I want you to ask yourself one question. Sure. 
were you uh, was the sun behind you? Oh, because yeah. I'm going to say about 85 percent of the time when I don't recognize someone, the sun is behind them, okay. and they're just a walking shadow. Just a walking and shadow. two yeah. things: one, I don't make eye contact with a bunch of people on the street. Why would I? That's a terrible thing to do. Looking people in the face. <laughs> That's terrible. So I will only I will you're only see for you probably yeah. if you're coming close to me and I have to avoid you or something. And I'm probably listening to a podcast or I'm yeah. thinking about something. But if, if I have not recognized you, yeah. you, do you have the sun behind you? What does that do? Does that make you a living shadow? Are you going to grab someone in the movie Ghost and drag them to hell? Is that what it looks like to me? Yes, it does. So I'm sorry. I did not see you. And I don't want to be that. And also, bless your heart. I have a hard time with names sometimes. So mm. I'm going through the Rolodex in my head. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, how you doing, buddy? Uh, that, <laughs> Buddy's a good one. Buddy's but I've good. seen a couple of times where people walk sure. by and I Pal. feel like that they feel upset that I've snubbed them. And I'm like, I did what styles. So I, I didn't know. <laughs> well, this you is a good. You some behind you. This is a good. You look like an angel. It looked like a halo. This is a good public forum to apologize. All right. Okay. Let's just say. To all those people. I'm sorry uh, that I did not recognize you. I'm sorry I have a hard time with names. You know, I have a, I'm sorry I have a hard time like going, oh, uh, people that I know and have to talk immediately. That's yeah. a difficult thing for me to do. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry all around. The, I'm sorry I'm a what's, what's interesting is that you had this opportunity to apologize to these people and then it was, yet it was so insincere. Did I put a button there? I might have put a button there. I know butts ru- destroy all apologies. <laughs> uh, yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Dave. Yes, and and if that apology was bad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you felt that way. <laughs> there's a there's a girl at the gym uh, who Eve knows. How old? I guess around Eve's Eve's, Eve's age. Okay. And uh, they you know what? At whatever okay. age it was going to be. Yeah. I was going to go yes, and then I went like because you said Eve's age, I couldn't at all, <laughs> and you completely killed my joke. So completely sorry. killed my joke. I was uh, like, well, that's a hundred percent inappropriate. I daughter blocked you. Um. So even you made the, her a person and ruined it for me. <laughs> Thanks a lot. She she volunteers at the hospital with Eve. And she's a hospital volunteer. Yes. God damn and it. And Eve got her, her the job at the gym by writing her recommendation letter. Oh, nice. Because Eve is her gr- the leader, like group leader or whatever the vo- for the volunteers at the hospital. Volunteers, isn't that a great name? That is a good name. And so uh, when she found out who I was, she was really happy. Uh, to know that. Uh, unfortunately, like the, one of the very first times she was working out at the gym and I was too, I completely snubbed her. Okay. And I know that she was, lo- she looked at me. I realize that now. At first Wait, I thought. You had no glasses? I had, had no glasses on, so I couldn't tell what she was looking at. I was mm. assuming she was looking, you know, a young girl. She's probably looking over there at someone else. Yeah, and, and you're not going to be like looking directly at a young girl. No. Why would you weird. do that? It'd be, It'd be weird. a terrible thing to do anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I do that anyway because I'm like, I can't see people. Yeah. So I'm like looking in a mirror and I'm sort of like staring into the distance and there's someone there and then I realize, oh, they're look, are they looking at me? Do they think I'm looking at them? Because I'm, I'm completely, I can't even see their face. So yeah. I don't even know what I'm looking at. So I don't know. I, I have to find some. So do you want to apologize to her on the podcast? I apologize to her in person. Did you put a butt at the end? Or was I did it, not put a butt. Did you say, I'm sorry that I snubbed you, but I wasn't wearing glasses? I did say that. Oh, well, that's not an apology. I just was explaining why. I just said when I work out of the gym. It wasn't an apology then. No, it wasn't an apology. I apologize for not acknowledging her and I explained why that happened. And I Mm -hmm. said, if it does happen, if if you see me without glasses on, Mm -hmm. just know that I can't see anything. Right. You ever think, here's uh, something, Uh, Superman. Should my apology been more sincere? Is that what you're saying? No, just lose the butt. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to. That's why I'm going to the gym. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Maybe Superman needs glasses. 
Maybe like Clark can't need yeah. glasses, and when he's yeah. Superman, he takes them off. Yeah, but he can't see can't nothing. See anything? Okay. And he's just like trying to rescue people. And he's yeah. doing his best he, he can. Like he can, he can use the telescopic vision to see far away. Yeah. But he's got problems with stuff that's sure, up close. Sure, close. Yeah, it's terrible. And he's just not very good at that. Yeah, maybe he actually needs the damn glasses because uh, you know at some point he must have gone to the uh, optometrist. Yeah. Like if you got glasses, at some point someone's going to test you, and uh, yeah, maybe he actually just needs them. There's no reason like he wouldn't need glasses. You know, people on Krypton probably need glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going around like, that's a secret identity, but he's also somewhat blind. Oh, it's dangerous. Huh. He's so mad. He thinks he's uh, fighting a robot, and on that cover of Action 1, he's smashing a car. Because he just can't see straight. And everyone's freaking out. Because he's just a maniac. Poor guy. <laughs> I have nowhere to go with it. Okay, fair I enough. Just Let's like... wrap up the show then. I just want to, well, this before we wrap up the show. It's Dave's Classic. Time to wrap up the show, but I've got a half-hour topic for you. <laughs> it's not a half-hour. It's just a brief little thing. This is sort of Chick Talk Redux. But Jack T. Chick Talk. Jack T. Chick Talk. We're all going to hell. <laughs> In a handbasket. Uh, by the way, every Jack T. Chick comic, how, mm-hmm. how do they end? Surprise! And it's the devil telling you surprise. <laughs> that thing you did that you thought was good. Did you collect money for charity? Surprise! It was for the wrong god. Now you're going to hell. Oh. Oh, something that you think was all right. So mm. like, oh, I was really in love with my husband. Surprise! Homosexuality is a sin. You're going to hell. It's always like, all these really surprised people in hell. <laughs> going, really? <laughs> for this? For this? In the lake of fire, all like uh. mad. And like, what's this bullshit? Did I tell I you? I had too many cats. <laughs> I had chickens in my backyard. <laughs> Surprise! What you doing with those chickens in your backyard? <laughs> Don't you see that the tarp is broken into? Oh, I yeah. said, hey, Dave, what you doing with the chickens in your backyard? Gotta build that cook uh, So glad Burton coming is writing songs for our show now. Yep. Uh, I was going to talk, uh, a, a listener sent a little uh, bit of information our way. Okay. And... Uh, let me just look up this listener's name. Sure. Which I'm pretty sure is James, but I don't want to. I don't want to bet on that because uh, I'm a notoriously bad gambler. But sorry, I said James. It's Dale. Wow, sorry. that sorry, was Dale. really wrong. I was no, no. I had two letters right, A and the E. Sure, okay. Oh, give me that, please. But he sent us some information about a chicken named Mike the Headless Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really click on that because of the topic. So. Here's what happened. This is in the there 40s. Was a video, right? No, no, no. Okay. Oh, actually, maybe. There I went. Were some to, pictures. There was pictures. I, I went to the Wikipedia I kind of skipped. Okay, you tell me what it was. <laughs> so, this guy. Okay, by the way, thank you for sending it in. I apologize for not looking at it. I, I was like, you know what? Maybe not right now. I want to say <laughs> this, this guy. Okay. This guy. He, uh, I guess his mother-in-law was coming up for dinner. I don't know why this is in the story, but his mother-in-law was coming up for dinner. Sounds his like a said, very old joke. His wife said. Okay. <laughs> Go outside, kill a chicken for dinner. So he said, sure. So he went outside. There's a chicken named Mike. I don't know why this chicken, which is a girl, obviously, mm-hmm. had a man's name. Oh, well, maybe this but guy was a fan of Star Trek Discovery. Discovery. That's what I thought. Michael Burnham. So <laughs> the, Does he name all the chickens after Star Trek he characters? He did. That's right. He was also – he didn't kill Data, the other chicken that was there. Okay. So he grabbed this chicken, chopped its head off. Okay. But – With an axe. I don't know what he used. Well, I hope so. He may he may have had a mean karate chop. Because, okay. Well, he might have. But anyway, I don't think he used an, an axe because he kind of blundered. He cut off the head, oh, but he didn't cut the jugular vein. He left one ear and the brain stem intact. Oh, Lord. So this chicken, 
There really should be a warning before this story. This chicken was, was walking this around. Our, by the way, this is our Halloween story. Let's let's just tell it a Halloween story. So the brain sounds like, okay. This chicken was just walking around. Okay. Yeah, and what happens? Go ahead. Keep the story going. And until it ends. I can't fast so he decided because I'm actually in it live. He decided. Yeah. Wait a second. I got a headless chicken just walking around. Sure does. I'm not going to kill this chicken. Oh, my God. So they started to feed it with an eyedropper. No. Yeah. And kept it alive. No. And it became like a touring chicken. No. People would pay a quarter to see a headless chicken. They were making so much money off this chicken. It's incredible how much money they made. Uh, I'm going to actually, I'm going to go into the article because I, I don't want to misquote that. Oh, Unlike the rest boy. of my fake facts today about polio oh, and I can't even whatever tell you else how I was making garbage okay, about. Why? Why do you hate it? Because it's because the chicken is like hurting. You no, it get, was fine. No, it's not fine. It's fine. No, it wasn't fine at all. Fine. It was a living nightmare for this chicken. This was the worst. This is a horrible story. His, cr- his crowing yeah. consisted of a gurgling sound made in his oh, throat. Oh, boy. <laughs> So anyway, so he became famous. Yeah. He was in uh, Time and Life magazine. Why? Not really a Life magazine. He was put on. And about Time to Die magazine. <laughs> Mike oh. was put on display to the public. No. For admission cost of 25 cents. Oh. At the, at the height of his popularity, oh. it's going to be her, the chicken's owner oh. earned $4,500 per month. Yeah. $48,000 today. There's more than one month. Oh, yeah. So this happened to this chicken, I think, in 1945. Yeah, December the uh, sorry, September the 10th, 1945. Right. In uh, a, in a uh, town called Fruta, Colorado. Uh huh. Let's burn it to the ground. <laughs> Go ahead, tell me. More. And then uh, in March 1947, yeah. at a motel in Phoenix. Sure. On a stopover while traveling back from tour. Right. Mike started choking in the middle of the night. Good. Apparently, he managed to get a kernel of corn in his throat. Good. The Olsons Good. had inadvertently left their feeding and cleaning syringes at the sideshow the day before. Thank God. And they were okay. unable to save Mike. Good. But here's a little... Olson then yeah. claimed that yeah. he had sold the bird. Right. Resulting in stories of Mike still touring the country as late as 1949. Right. There you go. And solving mysteries. Headless chicken solving mysteries. So a postmortem, it says, it was determined that the axe had missed the jugular vein. Yeah. And a clot had prevented Mike from bleeding to death. Right. Although most of his head was severed. Sure. Most of his brain stem and one ear were left on his body. God in heaven. Since, <laughs> since basic functions, Jesus breathing, heart rate, etc., <laughs> as well as most of a chicken's reflex actions <laughs> are controlled by the oh. brain stem, Mike was able to remain quite healthy. Jeez. This is a good example of central motor generators yeah. enabling basic homeostatic functions right. to be carried out in the absence of higher brain centers. Sorry, so Dave. There you go. Dave, Dave. I just... Wait a second. I'm not finished yet. Oh. <laughs> Today mm. in Fruta, Colorado, no. they have an annual Mike the Headless Chicken Day. Right. The third weekend of May. Right. I know how they voted. Events held including... <laughs> Include the uh, 5K run like a headless chicken race. Sure. An egg tossed. Right. A pin the head on the chicken. Fuck. And the chicken cluck off and chicken uh-huh. bingo in which chicken droppings on a numbered grid choose the numbers. Sure. So there you go. That's what they do. Hey, Dave. Yes, I sir. This, I had this nightmare that I um, that I was on the Caustic Soda show mm-hmm. instead of our show. <laughs> Is that right? Just now? Yeah, just now. I just had this real weird dream. <laughs> That I was in caustic soda. It was a really a horrible story. Mm, you're welcome. Great. So that's the. Wrap up. Wrap up the damn show. 
everybody, please write in and tell Ian how much you enjoyed that story about Mike the Headless Chicken. You can do so by writing to our comments board at sneakydragon.com. Or you can send us an email and say, hey, Ian, loved that headless chicken story. Or send, to, uh, send your complaints. Sneaky D? Send your complaints. At sneakydragon.com. Sneaky D at sneakydragon.com. Why would you complain about such great... Uh, subject heading totally, complaints. Totally free content that Pluck we provide off. you. That's uh, subject heading. Uh, um, I feel physically ill from that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just need a grab all. Really? Do you? Oh, my God. Yeah. This is a horrible story. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, am I sorry? Uh, you tell me. Right to our Facebook page, Sneaky Dragon on Facebook. We also have a Twitter handle, which is at Sneaky underscore Dragon. Yep. You may tweet us at that thingy. And then we're on Tumblr and we're on Patreon. And I just want to thank everyone who's supporting us. Yeah, thank you so much. uh, It's awesome. I think... And uh, Dave, thanks for giving them all the heads up on that. (laughs) By the way, if if you support us on Patreon, uh, we won't ever tell a story like that again. How about that? No guarantee. I will make that guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone, thanks for listening to the show this week. We uh, we appreciate your kind attention, and we will see you next week. Yay! Ugh. <laughs>